when I when we recorded last week, my my voice was like in and out. But uh-huh. it's because I'm using these headphones and I'm I'm giving you those. And usually I use those, and it doesn't it doesn't really matter. Um, but I I noticed the difference as far as like on the final recording. I'm like, oh, okay, like you can hear the yeah yeah because with these since they're in your ear, mm-hmm. you hear yourself talk. And with those, it's outside your ear, so there's a little bit, there's less vibrations going, so mm-hmm. you can, it's more clear. I mean, you you hear, yeah. you hear it more, way more clear than, than. Uh, but I, I I freaking I'll die by those headphones. Like, <laughs> they're freaking they're they're some of the best. Uh, one of the best things I've ever I've bought like maybe in the past year that I'm like it's worth my 200 bucks. <laughs> like like yeah, the 200 headphones. Uh, they're they're and it's funny because I got them. Because I tried them out and I'm like, oh, I want some. Yeah. And I'm like, now I see a lot of people in the studio, like studios everywhere, like you need those, These mo- those model headphones. Because the thing is that there's actually more expensive ones. And I'm not talking about Beats, but just like studio yeah. quality ones. Yeah. Like Beats, they're good. I actually had a competition about this, but, uh, but Beats are still designed to listen to music. Like studio, like Sennheiser, Audio Technica's, well, even uh, JBL has some has some good lines. But I'd say the best budget headphones that you're gonna get like a good high quality are, those, are these, which are the Audio Technica's, like MX50s or something like that. But it's basically because I think there's, I think those are the highest model of that brand. Oh, okay. And they max at like 200 bucks. You know, like it's like 179 or something like that, but no more than 200 bucks. Um, anyways. So we have Matt back because we didn't finish last week, and I'm like, dude, we need we need to we need to continue, and uh, it's funny because you walked in and you're like, oh, dude, I got a story. I'm like, well, hold on, we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll get there, we'll get there, especially because it just happened uh, the day after Mother's Day. True. So it was like, okay, hold on, well, because we had met up for Mother's Day, well, yeah. on the Sunday of Mother's Day, so we had spent a bunch of time together. And you guys brought me home because my parents uh, came home. Be early, but early. Well, not, not even early, like 10 already. Like, yeah, it, was, it, was, it, was pretty it wasn't late, that early, but it was early enough for them to come home. And, and they're like, hey, we'll take you home. Like, all right, fucking badass. Because the biggest thing about that is that we don't hang out. Like, it was good to hang out. Like, yeah. just whatever. Like, we started off in Frank's room, which is funny because that's like really nostalgic. Yeah. <laughs> when we were younger and we to, actually. To have all of us there. And now we have Ro- well, Robbie, our little cousin. Mm-hmm there and it's like, and then our aunt's like what are y'all doing and then whatever it's like oh my <laughs> god we're back in the 90s yeah <laughs> it's so funny but anyways backtrack well not backtracking but uh picking up where we left off you had taken a creative writing class you said that was probably one of your favorite classes yeah and at this point you're basically able to take classes that like whatever class whatever, just to finish filler classes yeah so what, what were your filler classes for your last semester do you remember like i mean or or if you don't remember, like what what uh, what stood out from your last semester, like you know you're getting ready to graduate, um, thinking about maybe what job, what career. I'm not. I wouldn't. I hate to say career path because I feel like it's a it's a constantly developing thing, especially at our age right now. Yeah. So well, your last by, semester of school. Well, by that time yeah. I I had already made up my mind that okay I'm going the education route, like I'm going into teaching, and um, my final class my last semester my classes were. One that sticks out with me the most is oceanography. Okay. So now, you, like you know, that's a filler class. Like, well, <laughs> I I went into it thinking like so oceanography. Is, is it the study of oceans? Okay. I, my menta- my my whole thing that I went into it was like, all right, I'm gonna get to learn about fishing. I'm like, it's because right. I love fishing. Right, I'm like, right. I love the water. the water. Yeah. So uh, that's what I was thinking. No, it had nothing to do with with that. I, there was like a small portion of it that actually had to deal with with like um, ocean reefs. 
is what we, we talked about. But it was it talked about like currents. We went over like the EAC, which everybody should know from like Finding Nemo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eastern Atlantic Current. Or East or Australian or Current. East Australian Current. East Atlantic. <laughs> something like that. Okay. And we learned about gyres, which are currents that are like full on complete currents that go in like a circle throughout. There's seven gyres throughout the, I guess, the world. Okay. Okay. We learned about stuff like that. So it was like not, not even close to what I was picturing going into. And uh, that class stuck out to me because I like I had to pass that class to graduate. And that was the one class that I, I was like kind of struggling with because it, it was pretty it was pretty in depth when it came to like the actual material that we we're going over. Um, but what, what, what else? So you to ocean? <laughs> that's I, I'm making notes here because I I want to tie this to something we talked about at, on Mother's Day. But okay, uh, what okay? What else? That I don't know, I, I'm trying to wrap my head around that class. Yeah, that's no, very it, interesting. They get to take for general stuff. So like that's very general. Yes. <laughs> What's your degree in general studies? What did you study about oceans? And oceans. And and well, it was like I went from like rocks, like geology classes, to well, because I went, I took physical science classes. Those were like you needed like the core. Yeah, yeah. And then I went into geology. Okay. And so I took some geology classes, and those were pretty cool. And from geology, the professor um, was good friends with the environmental science professor. So he came in a few times and he talked about environmental science. I was okay. like, okay, cool. I want to take that one also. So right. I, I ended up taking environmental science. And from there, in my mind, I was thinking, okay, I'm going to go from environmental science, but then I want to focus more on like the aquatic area of it. So that's why I went into o oceanography, but it was like nothing no. like I thought. Okay. Like, so that one, I was pretty much, I was like in it. So I'm like, I'm in it. I'm going to just do it. Because at that point I was like, I don't know anything about the actual ocean itself like. <laughs> that's fair enough yeah yeah fair enough but yeah i stuck with it okay we're going back we're going well let's go back to like your last semester because we're we covered a lot and the, the biggest yeah. thing is like that stuck out that i was even when i was re-listening to it i was like creative writing I'm like man that's that's still in my head I'm like creative writing because now that's made me think as far as like okay how can i be creative with a camera whether, yeah. it's, whether it's my phone camera or an actual like my actual dslr yeah. you know my actual digital camera where it's like you know, what am I, you know, how can I make this better, mm -hmm. you know, and whatever. And it's funny because I did a project for a contest and that, that's a whole different conversation. But, uh, <laughs> but your last semester, so you took oceanology. What else did you take? I took oceanography. I uh, Oceanography? Oceanography. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, so it's like the, because I'm trying to think. I thought ology, that's why I said the, like the study Like oceanology ocean. would be like the study, the study of, of the that's ocean. Why, that's why no. I, think, I thought it's ology. Okay, ography, o ocean oceanography. Oceanography. And then, yeah, it also went into like, um, the what was it? Deep Water Horizon. We talked about that for a while. Mm. That was a, that was a big sub topic on it. Um, oh man, there was this term like it. I forgot what the exact term was, but it, it just has to do with like all the runoff from all the agricultural, uh, like all the irrigation that we right. that we do, and, mm -hmm. all, and then we put like all the all these um, I don't want well pesticides and chemicals and stuff into right. it to you right. know help all, so it gets nutrient rich and then dumps into like say the Mississippi, and now the Mississippi dumps into the Gulf, so that creates like this huge bloom of like all this nutrient rich water and it and it ends up actually being bad for everybody and so like it creates a whole kill off so like we we're talking about that similar situation but like it, overseas in different areas okay and how it affects like all these different areas of the ocean right. and it creates these huge like fish kills so that stuck like 
that's I, something that stuck with you. Well, yeah, because I, I enjoyed, I actually like enjoyed fishing. the class. But okay, at first, yeah. I, f- I was freaking out because, like, I, I knew nothing about it. And then I was like, well, I'm not going to drop it. I'm just going to stick with it and see if I, what I pick up. That's interesting. But it stuck out with me because this class was probably my toughest class, and it was my last semester. So I focused <laughs> on that one a lot more than others. But I do want to say that I think um, creative writing was either in my last semester or the, the semester before that. Right, right, right. So it was there at the end also. Okay. Well, what else did you take? What are the classes you had? I mean, cr- your creative writing, o- oceanography. I want to get that right. Yeah, it was oceanography, creative writing. Um, I don't think that was the, the semester that I took that journalism class or yearbook, whatever it was. Okay. Uh, well, either way, so, well, okay, we can we can keep moving as far as, so what what was your mind, did you mention what was, your, what was on your mind as far as, like, job opportunity, like what you were going to do? I, mean, I just knew I was going to go into into education. Into like, education. Like, I, I wanted to teach. And it, it came from, like, my friend telling me, explaining everything to me about, like, all the time off we get. It wasn't, like, it wasn't about money, but then I was also, That's like, right. That's right. It was kind of, like, almost like a football thing. Like, hey, we're going to join football. We're going to, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I'm going to go with it. So, I mean, that seems to be a pattern that I do. I, I roll with it. Okay. So, so I don't know how far we can, how far we're going to backtrack. But in this process was when you proposed or when did that happen? I had already proposed prior to all this. Prior to so how far like how far into college were you? We were Jekka finished before you. Yeah, yeah. Right. She finished a semester actually no, it was about a year before me. About a year. Yeah. Which isn't terrible either. It's not yeah. that it's not that big of a space. Well know, she went into college already as a sophomore. Right, right. So, yeah, she, yeah. Yeah. And I'll never forget that because I know she was already taking classes that I was taking. And then when she cause she graduated that spring and I graduated that summer from college. We're, we're now we're in college. Yeah. And and I was supposed to graduate the spring too, but because of the class I couldn't wait I had to wait till the summer, blah blah blah. Yeah, but, but no, I remember I, that. I ended up yeah. proposing to her right right out of high school, I think. Because we were engaged for how long uh, were you guys engaged? I, I, this is this is okay. okay so going, so we yeah. get engaged. So, so yeah, it has to be about five. It has to be five years because it had, that's how long it took me to finish. Okay. So it has it had to be about four and a half years, four or five years, and uh, I proposed to her. I'm right out of high school, but we we had already made that decision because I had proposed to her and then she kind of like, no, this is not a real pro- Like, you need to ask my parents. And I was like, mm. like okay, I got this. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'll do it. How old were you? Uh, You're 19? 19. <laughs> okay. I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. What's up? So right. I remember going into the house and, and I, we told Diana, well, I told her. Yeah, yeah. And I'm on. Was, uh, Je- was Jekyll with you when you told, when you like, when you yeah when you asked, basically okay when you asked for the blessing she was there sitting with you like well, I wanna she, ask she you. was actually kind of the one that brought it, like hey Matt wants to ask you something and I'm <laughs> like whoa hey I didn't know this was happening now it right. was weird, like oh, the whole situation because even like to go by the ring I bought it from your old well, her grandpa okay yeah 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 Diana, yeah, yeah it's from Diana's, Diana's yeah. Side, yeah yeah not so mine. Diana's dad yeah 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 so I bought it from him and when he when he saw it, he's like you're buying an engagement ring I'm like yeah I am <laughs> <laughs> but um. Jay was on his way home, so I told I told Diana like, "Hey, you know, like I want I want to marry Jekka. 
and she's like, well, you have to ask Jay. I'm like, okay, well, where is he? He's like, he's on his way. So, okay. <laughs> so he wa- he literally walks in, walks home. Like, he gets in, and he's, like, putting all the stuff. He's all dirty. And right, right, getting off And the she road. does the same thing. She pulls the jacket. And she's like, hey, Matt wants to ask you something. <laughs> and we're all sitting there in the living room. We're like, what? And I'm like, um, I want to marry Jekka. And he's like, I'm going to go take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. That's and so then they're like, "Wait, what? Like, what? What's your answer?" He's like, "Oh, you're serious? Like, we're we're not joking here." And he's like, "Yeah, and I'm so." <laughs> so he thought you were. He, he, he thought I was joking. joking. He's like, "I'm gonna go take a shower." And I'm like, "No, yeah, for real." And he's and he's like looking at me like, "Are you seriously asking me this?" And I'm like, "Yeah." All right, I guess I'm still gonna go take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because people obviously people won't, don't know, won't know my or a lot of people don't know my, know my uncle. Some people have met him, some people haven't. But uh, uh, there's a bit majority of people that have met him in the world. But, but right, <laughs> <laughs> he, his, his name still gets around. It's, it's he's too he's he's too funny of a guy that like we, we can have a conversation yeah. about him. Oh yeah, and easily. I can imagine like you might have a story because I mean now that he's your father-in-law, it's a whole yeah. different per, it's a whole different pr- perspective. But to stay on track and up because I want to go through the, the fact that you proposed at nineteen, and yeah. you in the sense asking for their blessing, you got thrown in the fire like, hey, by the way, Matt has something to ask you. So so what was that? Pro- what was that process like? while going to college because i mean that was already kind of set in stone did the because uh, i assume you guys agreed or h- how did it work as far as like okay you're gonna go to college and how did that work well it was an agreement between me and her mm. so we it like it had nothing to do with like our parents saying like well you should finish college right. it was like me and her said like okay we're gonna finish college both of us finish and then we're gonna get married right. so it, it was almost like you know Cause you know how I told you before that I went into like I said okay I'm gonna try college I'm yeah. not gonna graduate I'm not gonna say I'm gonna graduate right right you're just gonna well after now okay now that I have that like okay we're both graduating then we're getting married so it was like oh man now I have to graduate yeah to get married so it was like <laughs> you feel that is that pressure to you like no like, it was maybe a, not pressure was is the right word but not pressure but like a little bit more I guess motivation you can say mm, that's, like, yeah that's good that's like good. okay like yeah like that way you know when we do get married it's not gonna be like like a struggle where mm-hmm. we're gonna be a little bit better off as like where we have opportunities yeah to grow hopefully yeah yeah right, hopefully right. not right. just stay stagnant right. right looking i mean looking at that angle of opportunity to yeah. like okay you have your degrees you at least have something that you can potentially go into yeah. especially because i mean i don't I mean you, you must know but as far as like her degree path like she was gonna go into education no she was and uh, she oh wasn't it like bio and like she started with like bio and like then p i oh then pt and then well my our grandpa got sick and stuff yeah. like that so sure like originally originally like the first thing she had wanted to go into she was gonna do all her basics and then go to try and get uh i believe it was she wanted to be a veterinarian that's right. Yeah. So she wanted to. Yeah, do yeah all I remember that. The, there was different things, and then it turned and then into like, grandpa, like a yeah. like not then turned to like working on humans. <laughs> yeah. So instead Human of now going, animals. yeah, animals now it's humans. She wanted to do like, the physical therapist thing, and then she went into dance. Like she kind of got into this like with this group of friends, and she took some yeah. dance classes, and then she like wanted to pursue dance. Yeah. And I was like, well, you know, you've been dancing since right. Cause birth. She's, yeah, in school she did that. I mean, she did that in middle school and high school. Yeah, she did like all these different theatrical things and so she was like now like i want to do that and i was like okay like if that's what you want to do go for it like i'm not gonna tell you no or try and stop you and then uh the real out of out of nowhere she came came up and like okay now i want to go into special ed Hmm. and i was like cool like okay okay right and i think that had to do with had something to do with um 
Diana's dad because he works with special ed and she right, right. she went to go help out like at the special olympics she was volunteering there okay and i remember her coming back and like oh my gosh i love working with them and i i want to i want to do that i want to do that now and that uh her actual like career path or she wants to pursue is not necessarily like she wants to be in education like working in a school she wants to yeah. actually open up a school right 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 yeah no i, I know she had plans and i it's, what did it do for you as far as perspective of like her like finding these new like okay did it do anything to you like as far as like her chain like oh i want to do this i want to do this I, you know um no uh, i'm just i'm just trying i'm trying to get a question to get your to get your perspective on like these things that are changing because she's exp- her i mean i could have a podcast with her too you yeah know? Like, we oh, could have a conversation where it's like i'm asking a lot of similar questions because it's like it's a whole different i don't angle. know if you have enough gigs and to hold <laughs> that conversation <laughs> well dude me and you have already talked dude and it's well just to pause here we can pause here in the middle but you know the conversations that me and you have had yeah like we've had a few hours of conversation leading up to this podcast yeah you know, where it's like and we're gonna get I, and i want to get into that but i i feel i want to cover all the bases of you marines then it didn't happen then you decide not happen you know yeah. your dad got sick you stayed home now you propose to jekka mm-hmm. you now now your wife and you go through college with her mm-hmm. how okay how was that like going through college with the person you're engaged to, like like you said motivating, but I'm just wondering if there's anything extra that or anything that stuck out that's like oh my god, like I'm gonna marry this person and we're going to college together as well. But anything that stuck out, or the I don't in, or maybe in, maybe you haven't thought about the fact that like you know going through these five years because honestly it was like trying to keep up mm. because you know like okay like we, we had already said that she started her ahead right yeah yeah so now I'm thinking like I was already in that mindset that like man she's she's ahead of the game like mm-hmm. she's we're, we have this plan. We're trying to stick to this plan. And, you know, I need to get, basically, like, I need to get my head out of my ass and get, and get to work. Like, right. To, to, do, to okay. keep up with her. Right. Because, you know, like, it, I, like I still several semesters that I, I failed a class or two, and she didn't. Like, yeah, she, just she got rolling. a B. Oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> oh, the, the it was world. the end of the world. <laughs> And right, I was just right. like, oh, man, I pulled off a seat. Yes. She's good degrees. Boom. Yes, exactly. Right? And general studies, pff, papitas. Exactly. <laughs> All these filler classes. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Okay, so so then you graduate. So then what's what's what was your first step after graduating? Like, you guys, I mean, eventually, got, we're going to get to the, you guys okay, getting so married. Okay, so, like, with, like with, within gra- all you, this, yeah. that we're going to school, we're also, like, determining like a time and a place and everything to get married so we finally like we decide on it and uh, we're gonna get married at at, the, at that place that we uh, real de valle mm-hmm. so we get a date well then that date something happened with it i remember so we ended up like pushing it farther back yeah and that way we were like okay now for sure on this date we have to graduate by then <laughs> <laughs> which, which helped me out when i switched to general studies because i <laughs> I wouldn't have graduated had it not fair been enough, for that. Fair enough, fair enough. So, um, but we finish. Everything happened really fast after I graduated. So I graduated December. Um, December. I don't know. 20, later, I 25th? Because gradu- she graduated May 2015. I graduated August 2015. So did you graduate that fall? December 2015. Okay, so you graduated. So I, I mean, it was less than it a was, year. Yeah, it was like. It boom. was just that following semester. Yeah, I just had to grind 
hard that summer because I make, oh that's yeah. right because you said you took a bunch of classes. you took as many classes as you could in the summer yes. to yeah I got a get special through. permission to take three classes so that's I took, right. ended up taking six about classes in that summer mm-hmm. and then I did the full on uh, eighteen full-time. hours yeah, <laughs> to finish that dude I did that one no I think I did that two semesters I did eighteen hours one semester I think I did that ever gets twenty one I might have done twenty one one crazy. semester and I'm I just, over here stressing with twelve like like and so after. Uh, well, I, it's not about me. It's not about me. But I just remember doing a, at least eighteen a couple. If not, if I did it two semesters, it was one eighteen, one twenty one, or something like that. But I was like, oh, I'll just do it because it's gonna get me quicker. And then I end up like just seized and like yeah. failed a class or whatever. It's like it's pointless. You know, oh. I did better in. Mi- I actually did better in mini semesters than I did. Oh, okay, in, yeah, mini semesters. Then, like summer, ju- then summer, then summer like two weeks of, of just like grinding out a subject. Like I took, I took business calculus in two weeks. That's crazy. And it's like it was, and the teacher was like very understanding, and it's like. And we got through it. But I was there from 10 to 7 every single day for 14 days, Monday through Sunday. Business like, calculus. That's I, I, took, uh, I took my two weeks vacation. I'm like, hey, dude, I'm not coming, I'm not coming to work. <laughs> like, I'm not coming to work. You can do whatever you want. But I'm a year and a half away from graduating. Like, yeah. I'll grab – because my, my plan was May. So this was already 2014, mm-hmm. like the spring of 2014. So going – so for me – my friends were already graduating May 2014. Oh, okay. A lot of them had general. Uh, I say general as far as like we graduated 2010 from high school. It took them exactly four years to finish. So May 2014, mm-hmm. they were all walking, College Station, UTRGV, yeah. UT, everywhere, right? And I'm over here like I still have a year and some to go. So it's like, hey, I'm not coming to work for these next two weeks. <laughs> you can give me PT. You can use my PTO. You cannot use my PTO, but I'm not coming. Yeah. I'm like, I'll come back the following Monday once I get my final exam done. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. four, I'll come back in 14 days, but Priorities. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna BS, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna BS you. But you know, you can, you, but you can do whatever you want with my <laughs> employee number. <laughs> you know, like, you do what you gotta do. Yeah, I'm you, gonna do what I have to right, do. Right, exactly. Yeah. It was, it was just getting down to the nitty gritty. But anyways, a uh, little, little rabbit hole there. But uh, so, fuck, I forgot where we left off. So December, I graduate. There you go. So you graduate December. So yeah. I graduate December 2015. So then January 2016 comes, we get married January 8th. Then, so we get married. She already had a job by, at this point. Okay. I didn't have a job yet. Mm. I'm like, oh, man. So Did you work during college? Yes. Okay. So she had a job? She had a job. Well, the job that, that I had in college, it required you to be a college student. Okay. So that was one of the requirements. So I graduated, and they basically just booted me like... You're out. <laughs> you're done. Yeah, you're done here. That's like, interesting. They're like, hey, you need to turn in your letter of resignation. I was like, what? Like, what was the what was the job? It was a uh, at the high school at Edinburgh North. Oh, okay, with okay. Avid. Oh, okay, okay, go right on. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, which that was a cool job. I liked it. Mm. We'll get in, we'll get into that because yeah. we'll get into career and jobs. So, um, so January, so we get married, and literally, so we got married. That was a fun on that day. on that Friday. Even for us, that was a fun. Oh, day. it was. It was. It was great. <laughs> so continue. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Was, I just remember that day. I, I still remember it. Yeah, because you know, we were all there. It was a big ass family thing, you know. Was, yes. You know, and, and everybody's like, getting along and like, having a great time. And I got to see like we got to see also like my dad's cousins. We don't we don't. Back in the day, we used to only see them during Easter, and like, mm-hmm. every, but everybody was there for your wedding. It was like, oh my god, like yeah. it, was, it was good. It was, it was bigger than what we actually had, had expected, but um. Yeah, like I remember two or three months down the road, we were still getting gifts and mm. people were still like talking like, man, that was a great party. It was a great day. Yeah. Yeah. So we, I remember we got married on that Friday. That next Monday, she had to, she had to go to work. 
<laughs> like we didn't even get to enjoy it. And I was like, okay, now I need to look for a job. <laughs> Fair enough. So yeah, I'm so there yeah. at home. I remember like we were still moving. We were moving stuff into the house, but I remember like she woke up, I woke up, and I'm like, uh, like I didn't like it, but you know, I, I was there cleaning, picking up, doing everything that I had to do. Like I had the house like up to, away. Yeah, it, everything was away. everything was. And then uh, like some some things happened. I remember like we had like water pipes bur- burst and mm. like our whole shower, like the bottom was like rotted out. Mm. And so, so um, how did it feel taking on those responsibilities? Like now you have your house, now you're married. Like, yeah, like, like it. Well, I, I was like, I gotta do it. I, I gotta because I remember uh, we. My dad actually he's like, I know a guy that can fix that. And I was like, okay, like call him because I don't know what I, really right. what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So he shows up and he starts working on it. And I'm there and I'm like, like, you need help. And he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> you need help. He's That's like, so bad. He's like, no, no, no. I'm like, no, I, I'm gonna help you. Like, I'm gonna do this. You know? Okay, it's fair enough. Oh, like, like you offered to help so you can learn, or what was the, like? Or, I just, or ne- I just needed to do like one inside of me. It was like, I'm not just gonna sit here at, while she's at work, and I'm not gonna be like. Fair enough. You wanted to have the helping hand. You wanted yeah. to have at least a helping hand in this. But at the same time, thing. I learned. I did learn right. how to how to do like the plumbing and stuff on that on that thing. I could like. I've, I don't, I mean, with some help, I think I could, like, redo a whole shower now from mm. that experience. Uh, but it was cool because I and we dug out the entire back, uh, what is it called? Like, the, the, right, line, the water line. The water, yeah, the water line. Yeah. So we dug that all out. I it was, remember, yeah, we had to do that one time here. It was, like, oh, it was, it was hot. It was, it was crazy. Yeah. Okay, was, continue. I don't South wanna... Texas heat, you know, and we're out there, like, doing that. Yeah, so um, I just remember, like, telling her, you know what? Like, you have the job right now, but I'm going to, like, I'm going to step it up here so that way you don't have to worry about it fair after enough. everything. You I know? think it's a fair trade-off. For, I mean, well, for yeah. now, it's not, it's not like you weren't going to look for a job. Well, yeah, exactly. Like, it wasn't like I wasn't looking. It wasn't like, oh, I don't want to work. It's like, yeah. I'm trying to find work, but, you know, in the meantime, this <laughs> is just You're the You're waking situation. up the next day, hey, go to work. You need money. We need money. <laughs> we need money, right? <laughs> uh, and then January 23rd. Okay. I ended up the position that I'm in right I'm at right now. Okay. The ISS. So your ISS teacher. So that was tw- January 23rd, 2016. Yeah. Okay. So all within that month. So I gr- within that little two month two month span, it mm-hmm. was like graduate, married, job. Okay, cool. Pretty fast paced. And it, it how did how did it feel as far as like time and space? Like how did that feel? Like you um you just got married and sequence of events. Well, like it was funny cuz like she okay so before that so she lived with her mom mm-hmm. i lived i lived at home with my parents mm-hmm. and now we're both just like boom in this house and every like everything's just coming at me like whoa you know like this is the i guess the correct way i would think of like whoa this is cool <laughs> <laughs> well that's 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 good to hear and hopefully yeah. you know and that's something that people who can hopefully take with them is like hey i'm not saying it sh- no now i'm talking from my perspective like mm-hmm. i'm not saying it should be like that but it's interesting and i and from my perspective it seems like it's a good thing that you had that positive thing anyways like oh man this is awesome like i'm i'm doing something like i've i'm married to the person i want to be married to yeah she has a job because you know she has a job you've now learned some plumbing you've learned some stuff at the house (laughs) yeah i'm like Like, none none of that time's gone in vain and now january 23rd you get a job and it's like like cool. that that whole first I guess that whole first month of like when we like settled into that house it mm-hmm. was it was interesting because like everything was going wrong hmm. like like what else so you had the okay pipeline so burst. we had that that line burst so we had a line burst in the in the washroom 
Okay. So we hooked up. Like we we got lucky with a lot of the stuff that we ended up with. Like people were like, "Oh my gosh!" Like y'all are getting married. Like check. I had no idea. Like they know so many people, <laughs> and yeah. like so many people like were waiting for this day. I guess. <laughs> I have this 1960s dryer that I've kept in the back. You can have it. <laughs> I remember we had one like it. It was crazy. That was your first dryer washing yeah. dryer set. And it it died like within a week of us using it. Like, right, right. But, it's freaking 40 years old. Yeah. <laughs> so that old. so I remember the water there was like not the water, but the drainage line in the in the the washroom. Well, how, okay, real quick. How long has that house been there? Because you grew up in that I house. I grew up in that and house. Now and my parents grew up in that house. So you guys it's interesting. So okay, I guess we can interlude there. How did it come about keeping the house and now you guys happen to be able to live in it? Okay, so my my mom grew up in that house that we're in right oh, now. Oh, wow. So she okay. grew up in it. So that's a generation house. Yes. Yes. Like our house, too. Yeah. I mean, this house, too, that we're in right now. Yeah. So, well, I mean, probably just as long as this one's been here. So Maybe. Like, my my dad, actually, in the parking lot that's right in front of our house. Okay. It, that used to be my dad's house. Okay. So my dad and my mom lived across the street from each other. Mm, like, okay. their childhood, I guess. And when my parents got married, I guess, they bought that house off my grandparents. Okay. They grew up. They, you know, lived there until they moved out there to right, where, to they're, where at, they're at where now. They're at now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And even but, that's already been in over 15, 15 years, 20, yeah. maybe, you know, not, yeah. tw- I won't say 20, but 15 years. Well, well, 15 years ago, we were in middle school, high school. So, so <laughs> it has been, yeah, so it's, it's been, been a, a, a good while. Like, yeah, that's a generation's house, like you said, but... um. So we moved out there, yeah, and yeah. it just came down to, like, I asked them, like, hey, uh, what are we doing with that house in town? Yeah. And they're like, well, nothing. I'll say, were they saving it, or were they, or it was just, they just well, they didn't want to re- sell they had it? Rented out, they were renting it out to, like, other people. Oh, okay. okay. So, like, there's been several other people that have lived there. Like, my uncles lived there. I had some cousins that have lived there. Uh, one of my dad's work, like, co-workers, I guess, uh, okay. lived there for a while. And so then I was just like, you know what? Gonna ask him like, hey, can I live there? <laughs> right, right. You, I mean, I don't see why not. I mean, I, I guess it's a general perspective, but I don't see why not. You yeah, know, worth it's, the, or it's worth the shot at least. It was literally like a week before. I think it was a week before we got married. That <laughs> I, I was like, we need a place to live. January, so, January first, New Year's Day. Like, hey, by the way, house. Yeah. Happy New Year's. Can we have the keys? <laughs> yeah. So, so I then, asked him. So, well, so let's go back to like, like there's a bunch of sequential bad things that happen. So you had the yeah. water lines go out. Okay, first wash off, and dryer go well, out. For the first, okay, so we I, we had set up everything. We didn't. It was gonna take some time to set up the water, the water in the house. Okay. And then, uh, I had to take. Well, that was something that I took care of like right away because, like, I guess the first week, first couple of days, I don't, I don't think we had water because we had to go to the honest to to take a shower. And stuff. Okay. And then, the water heater. I remember something with a water heater. I don't know if it went out or I don't know if we just didn't have a water heater. Or, I, I, or no, we did. One, I, I don't. Remember, I don't remember what it was, but we didn't have hot water for like for two while. weeks. Oh man! So we had this yeah. big electric skillet. Why did we? We didn't even have gas. Now that I think about it, we had the electricity, but we didn't have gas. So you have gas, you didn't have water. Yeah, but that stuff was taking time. Like we were still in the process. Because I'm telling you, we literally like I sprung it up the week before we got married, and so like now I had to take care of this stuff and turn it on. So we did, we had electricity. We got that turned on. We got married, and literally like the next day they turned it on. I think so. Like okay. it, it happened like that. But we didn't have the water yet. Uh, we didn't have the gas yet. 
That's so. right. So we didn't have our gas connected and we couldn't heat up our water. Like yeah. it wouldn't heat up the water. So we had this electrical little stove mm-hmm. that we would put water in there and we'd heat it up and then pour it into a big bucket. Yeah. And we like that. And that's how we took like a yeah. shower forever. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because we look back at that now and we're like, oh my gosh, that was crazy. You went through that. Right, yeah, right, right. Like yeah. that was fun. <laughs> not, I mean, not fun, but like. Well, it's a good retrospective memory. Like, yeah, we look back. Yeah, you know, you, it's like when something bad happens. Back. Yeah, like when something bad happens to you you're, and like you look back and like you can laugh at it. Yeah, but uh, that's 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 the hard part to get through when you're in the moment. Yeah, and then we're talking about it right now. It's like and that's a funny ass shit. Like yeah, that's, and I'll bring, I I know I said this last time we were on, but it's like that stuff. That's your story. Like it's or it's at least a part of your story. True. Which is what I'm. Which is what I say because before it's like because well, when I tell people that I, I know I, I'm I'm reiterating here, but I'm reiterating on purpose. The point is like it's like. Oh, it's a great story. It's like what really happened. Like that's the point. Like that's yeah. my point. I'm using the term story as in like this is your yeah. own. You know what you've seen, what you've done, what you've experienced, yeah. to then now laugh about some things. Maybe get mad again about some things that happened in your past, and then and hopefully the majority <laughs> will be just good things that are you know make you happy. Things that make you happy. Yeah. Oh, you chuckled. What did you think? What did you remember? <laughs> what did you remember just now? Because now, like, okay, so we get our our water. Like now we can heat up our water. We get our, our uh, gas gas connected and everything. Mm-hmm. So we start taking, we start using the, the shower again. I mean, I remember like, oh man, I'm just, I'm there in the hallway and I just hear like, pa, and like ah, like, so I'm like, oh man, what happened? So like, I run over there to the shower. What well, turns out the shower head just like, I guess <laughs> the pressure just shot the shower head off, and and it hit Jekka. Oh, dude. Oh, so then we didn't have a shower head, so the water's just like full on pressure, like, <laughs> right. Running well the then i was like oh my gosh like hold on i'm gonna macgyver this so, so i went and i got a water bottle and i, cu- I poked a few <laughs> holes in it That's okay. and then we duct taped it to the top and that was our shower head for a good two days dude that's good that's good macgyver man that, that <sighs> I, I saw it on pinterest i think really like <laughs> yeah. like that yeah like i just saw a picture of it one time because I, I, I know like i've seen military stuff where they use they doing the the t- cap yeah, the cat, the bottle, water. But I've never heard like as far as the bottom part yeah. using as a as a. Well, because the water bottle fit perfectly right over like. Okay, just happened. Yeah, and I duct taped it. By luck, it happened yeah. to fit perfectly. <laughs> That's so good. But so what see, else happened? What what's another thing that happened? Now I'm, now I'm just now I'm just curious to like hear like these little things that, you know, maybe at the time like oh man, but then you kind of came up with a solution. It seems. We came up with that. I remember. Uh, what else happened? So it was the water line in the uh, in the restroom, or the the whole bottom of the of the shower messed up. Um, then the washroom went out. Then the the whole shower situation, along with our we didn't have hot water. Oh, our sink, mm. our our kitchen sink, and it's something that still goes on every every so often, and it's okay. funny because like we'll be sitting there, and all of a sudden we just are like. And you're like, what is that? And the first time it happened, I was like, like, is that the? I thought like, okay, like when you, I guess you flush the toilet and you like it fills back up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it makes that sound like yeah, yeah, it's it's refilled. Like yeah, so there's water running. Yeah. Okay, so I hear that, and that's what I thought it was. Well, then I realized like, hey, that's been going on for a good while. That's when it gets scary. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. Well, then, so I'm I'm probably watching TV or I'm probably watching something on my phone, and I get up and I go to the kitchen and I'm like. Why is my kitchen flooded? Okay. Yeah, like water everywhere, and I'm like, oh man, and there's steam coming out of everywhere. What the hell? Okay. Yeah, so I open up the bottom cabinet right below our sink, 
and there's this like the w- hot water line that runs into the actual like um into the faucet yeah okay it was it's not sealed right mm. but if you push it in far enough it like snaps in place and it'll hold for a little while well no, it goes like months okay so it's, y- you it, you really will but forget I, about I, it yeah but i didn't okay i didn't know it at the time right it makes yeah right right exactly so, so that's we're starting and then yeah. i'm like we need to turn off our water because I don't know how to reconnect it. <laughs> That's fair enough. So I'm like, well, where's the main water line? Oh, yeah. And I'm like, and so I told Jack, I'm like, Dad, like, I don't know where the water line is. And she's like, well, we need to turn off the water. <laughs> I'm like, I know. Because at this point, like, water's just like yeah, everywhere. Just flood, yeah, just everywhere, right. And so I'm like, I run outside to the front. And I remember in front of our house, there was this like, the main, the, the, you, pay, you, the plate. Yeah, you like you lift up yeah. the plate, you reach down in there. Okay, well, my dad, I'm guessing it was him, the innovator, like, he moved it. Okay. He did it to where it's easier access. So now, like, our front mangueta line, which our hose line, yeah, uh, under it, at the very base of it, that's where it is now. Oh, wow, that's pretty nifty. Yeah, so I'm like, so, but I run outside and I do that, and I'm, like, messing with the thing. I'm like, is it off? <laughs> and so, like, I run back, I'm yelling. I'm like, hey, is it on? No, it's still going. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I had to call him. I'm You're like, right. "Hey, where's the water line?" Like, and he's and he's like, "What what happened?" I'm like, "I just need to know." Just please tell me now, and yeah. I'll explain after. So then he told me, he's like, "Okay, the the front hose, yeah, it's at the bottom." I was like, "You wow, okay." Anyway, so I run, I, I turn it off, and and so finally, I, I'm under. Oh man, it took us forever to get all that water out, but it was it was funny. It was great. It's funny now. It's funny now. At the time, I was like, "What do I do?" Right. Like, yeah. It's, it's a it's a new situation presented to you. Like, yeah. I mean, completely new. Like, and it where was the hell is the water? How the hell do you turn this off? <laughs> yep. To start. Like, to start. Like, how to do boot. I get all my? Yeah. That's so funny. So, but but I'm not gonna lie. Like those those things. Like it, it's funny to look back at mm-hmm. them now. And, and like I'm kind of happy. Like we went through the, the things like that. It was it was funny. You know? what, what makes you happy about it? Like I mean, it, obviously, like I said, well, this is retrospective. But like, what? well, now I know how to turn off the water in my house. <laughs> right. <laughs> I learned from it. Uh, so during this time, you're in the new house, new new school, new yeah. position. What what was that entrance like into the new my new position? Yeah. Uh, I didn't I didn't know what it was gonna be like going into it to be honest. Because when I applied for it, I was like ISS. Okay, I mean, like in I don't know if you don't know what it is. It's in right. school suspension. Mm-hmm. So the kids that misbehave, you know, they send them to us, and um. I was like, it's middle school. How how bad can they be? Right. And I ate my words on that. Mm. Really. So talk about your first. So if you can go back. To oh, your my first, first day. Semester. Well, you're okay. That's not your. It's not your okay. first day. And then so and I wasn't actually being macro, but if you want, yeah, we can definitely can start your down. first day. Well, yeah, yeah, I yeah. can. Because kids till this day still remind me of my first day. Really? Some yeah. Of because when I started, the, they were the my sixth grade students that I would get are now eighth graders right. this year. Right. Yeah, because we're twenty. Yeah, that makes okay. Yeah. So then. So so first day I get there I'm all like, my kids make fun of me because I wore a button up shirt. Like if you see the way I I don't dress up. Right. I never dress up. Same. I don't put on you know like button up shirts. I don't like you're lucky if you get me in a polo. Right. If we have to. Or if whatever. I have to. I wore jeans to my wedding. That's, <laughs> yeah. And a I cap. I was like, yeah, that's right. That was your like your thing. It was yeah, jeans and like, cap. And that's what I wore. And I was, was like, was there any camo involved besides a cap? No. No. We started out like that, and then I was like, hmm. Maybe a bit much. Might yeah. Be a bit much. Well, not only me. There was other people. You know, like everybody. Right, because you, you have all your groomsmen and all this yeah. stuff. Anyway, so so first day of so school. So I show up, and I'm like, black slacks, button up. My kids my kids to this day tell me, like, sir, you look like you're going to a quinceanera. 
So I'm like, all right. That was the only day I dressed up like that. After that, I saw everybody. I was like, you know what? I can be pretty casual here. But we, I went into the classroom, and I had already we already had several kids in there. And uh, I really didn't know. Because you take oh, sorry, sorry. Just because I'm, I'm just realizing, like, so you, you started, I mean, halfway through the school yeah, year. Yeah, I started, right? I started the second like a, semester. A, yeah, it wasn't a fresh, like, first no. day of school for everybody. No, yeah. this is your first day of school, sir. Yeah, this is my first day of school. <laughs> everybody else has been doing this already for the half day. At this. least. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So continue. So I'm, like, just dropped in there, like, boop. Right, right. Go have at it. And, well, actually, I get there, and they, they call me into the, the, to the principal's office, and they just, like, talk to me, like, hey, remember, this is ISS. Our kids are a little uh, different yeah, mm-hmm. some, in some cases. Uh, just, you know, try your best to use whatever strategies you have in the classroom. Try what, Find out what works. Find out what doesn't. And, you know, good luck. And I'm like, all right, cool. Fair enough. They gave you a lot of leeway? Like, as far as, like, that, like, yeah. know, they didn't say, oh, you need to do this. No, they didn't. This, you know. they, they didn't tell you me, like, you have ten to. Ten best steps to be a, the best ISS teacher. <laughs> yeah, no, it was just, like, go give it a shot, see what works, and you'll, you'll know what works. Yeah, and also, maybe to be fair, because now I'm looking, you know, from managerial positions, like, well, you'll see if you like it or not. You know, if, yeah. wa- if you if you want to stick it out, obviously that position was open for a reason. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? There, you know what I mean? Yeah, so continue. Okay. There, there, you'll find out, like, why it was it was open. We'll like, get th- oh, so okay. We'll, I'll we'll get to it right so now. First day of school. Okay, so first day principals w- talk to you. You're like, hey, they're gonna be like, hey, go go give this a shot. You yeah. Know, good luck. And I thought I would I would be I like in my head I, I I'm relatively like I get nervous for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I may not show it, but I, I get really nervous. In your, yeah, in your head. In yeah. my head, yeah. And at this point, I I, re- I really wasn't. Uh, so I go into the classroom and I see all these kids, and in my head, I'm just like, you know, they're not. I don't think they're bad kids. I don't think even to this day though, I I still, I I don't think that they're bad. But um, very opinionated for sure. So I get in there, right? And they're like, oh man, like, who's this? Like, cu- they're curious. And it's funny because, like, I can compare it to you bring, like, a new dog home. And mm-hmm. you, if you already have a dog and they come up to each other, like, who are you? What, what, like, what's going on here? Like, why are you here? Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. So it was like that with the kids. They're like, hey, who are you? And I'm like, oh, I- I'm the new, I'm, you know, like, I don't even know how to address it. I'm like, I'm new. <laughs> I'm new, and they're just like I'm the new guy. Yeah, I'm the new guy. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I give them that stare. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But so they're like, oh my, oh man, like okay, so uh, what's happening to our old old uh, teacher? Well, the one that was in my position, like they're moving him, and okay, so I actually I remember hearing a kid say like, let's see if we can get him to quit too. (laughs) <laughs> oh dang okay and i was like well i don't quit so we should have a good a good year should be a good time yeah at least it's funny oh man that, that is funny that you say that because today it, there something happened today uh, uh with our aep kids okay and that's kids that ha- are so bad at our school that we have to send them to an alternative campus yeah well we got them all back today for testing and i just i like i went into the front office and uh, and they're like did you hear? I'm like, what? They're like, all the AEP kids are back. And I'm like, yeah, I heard. Like, good luck. I was like, no, it's going to be a fun day. <laughs> and everyone was like, I like that. And I just walked out. Well, it changes the whole mood. Man. Well, it, it, it was, it was honestly, mood. that was like a Jocko moment. Like, good. <laughs> and people who have heard me talk know exactly what good means. Yeah. But to continue, you got so, 32 kids coming. Good. <laughs> that's all that matters, man. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, that's well. I don't want to get too too ahead. D- too deep. Well, too deep now because like I want to. I 
try to save something a point like this to, for the end, but it's 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 that simple. It's not easy. Yeah. It's one of the principles. Simple, not easy. But it's like if you can, it's that perspective change. And the people that I listen to, the people that I read from, it's like that's literally what it takes is a perspective yeah. change. So when you walk into the room and everybody's scared to hell because they're like, oh shit, all the AP kids are coming the back, AP, and, yeah. and they're like, oh, these are the and they then I hate to say, but like you know, that's where they start getting labeled. It's like yeah, it's it's those kids. Yeah, they they well, use then, that term that you were gonna. Those are the worst. Yeah, ones. those are the worst. Those are the bad kids. Like I, I get and I sub. So when I, even when the small amount that I substitute, you know, I get pre-ambled notes of like, oh, yeah. look out for these kids, and so I key on them. And as long as you stay on, I mean, obviously it's harder for them. I always give a respect to the teachers because they have to deal with them every day. I yeah. only get. To, I'm. It's different, especially like. If I go sub for a female teacher and now you have a male in there, it's a whole different yeah. room. Oh yeah. Um. So I understand. I'm beginning. I I've learned to understand that. But going back, to, I want to go go back to you know you walking into the room today for work and it's like cool, good. Let's 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 fucking let's go do this. Let's do know? this. Yeah. Because because my point my my point that I was actually going to end with was that well you can quit. Yeah. You know it's like well if, you know it's like well it's that that's why I'm saying like when okay so I I show up on that I'm gonna go back to the first day. Yes yes yes. And, uh, you know, that day relatively goes smooth because they actually uh, gave a lot of support that day. There was three teachers in the classroom. Uh, the, the guy that was showing me everything that he had to do as far as, like, routine, like, okay, you got to send out these emails. You got to make this list. You got to write down these names, these IDs, this, everything. Okay. So he's showing me. There, so it's me, him, and then the the other teacher because there's always two people that have, have to be present in that classroom for previous incidences that have gone on. Mm-hmm. And so that day was smooth. So that day kind of set the tone for like the rest of the year. I'm like, you know what? This is like, I, I got this, you know? Right. So now I go in there with like a, a different, like a good, like different confidence. Approach. Yeah. A different perspective. Yeah. A more, you feel like you have a solid approach. Like you mm-hmm. have, you know, you know how you can go into that. Room. Yeah. So then from there, it just came, came down to like learning the, the students because in reality, I don't have a curriculum that I'm actually trying to teach them. Right. It's, it's, uh, they call me like a disciplinarian, but I'm like, no, like I, I really just, uh, I hate to say, it. I don't want to. Well, 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 okay. Not a not a placeholder, because okay, I, it start when I when it went into that, it kind of felt like it at first. Like mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just holding them here. Like I'm just uh, right containing. Well, so okay, so they got sent to your class. So what were they suppo- like? What were you supposed to do with them besides have them sit? Obviously, sit there because they're being you sit bad. There, but sit there, stay quiet, and if they have work from a class, they can work on it. If not, copy a book or something. That that's what they did. Okay. And even some days we still do that, but for the most part, I don't. I don't like that mm-hmm. because to me it's like I'm wa- they're wasting time. I'm wait uh, like it's a waste of a day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it got into that my first year, and we I just went I rolled with it okay. the way that they wanted your, to do so it. So your first year, as in like finishing up that semester, or like yeah, finishing that semester. Okay. My first my okay my first semester. Sem- yeah. So I I'm rolling with whatever they want to okay. what they want. So the way it was like they show up we. We find out what kids we're going to get. Um, and then once they show up and we know, like, this is more or less how many we're having for the for the first half of the day. Because we had three main spikes. It was going to be morning, which first period, that's when we're going to get some kids. The lunch periods, we're going to get some kids. And then ninth period, we're going to get some kids. So we once we go over the first bar is what we called it. Um, like, okay, we're going to get them to copy down, the, like, the student code of conduct. So that way they can never come back at us and say, like, well, I didn't know. Right. Yeah, it makes sense. But it worked to their benefit sometimes. These kids got smart. 
How, that, what, how, did, how did they get smart? Like, what, what did like, they do? Like, oh, you're writing me up for a level two? It's like, okay, well, all I was doing was, was uh, like, excessive talking. It's like, okay, well, excessive talking is only level one, which is not ISS placement. <laughs> so they start figuring out how to use it for their benefit. Which, and I did that for their, so they could do that. And fair, I tell well, them, fair I go, enough, right? I guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah not, I'm sense. not necessarily, like, trying to help them get out of trouble, but I'm yeah. like, you know what? You have your voice. You can speak up. But, to a, but I teach them respect to a certain extent. Fair enough. Because these kids like, well, I have a mouth so I can talk. I remember I had this one girl. Oh, man. I was like, hey, stop talking. Why can't I talk? I said, because I, I told her, like, oh, what, is that, what does that sign say? Like our rule. You know, and she's like, well, well, I have a mouth so I can talk. I'm like, no, you have a mouth so you can s- consume food so that you can survive <laughs> if you want to be technical. I go, we just evolved to where we created communication. Yeah. And she's like, whoa. I'm like that's right. Blew her be- mind. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, like, yeah, that's right. Be quiet. Because <laughs> my rem- to, for us all to rem- myself included to remember like these are middle school kids. 10, yes. 11, 12, or 11, 12, 13. Eleven, twelve, thirteen. But they think that they're yeah. like twenty some, and run, they know yeah, everything. Yeah, they run it. They run yeah. it. Whatever. They, they they know everything. So I started out with that mentality. So like, that was your first semester. You wrote you rolled with what with, with what they were doing. Yeah. So I I mean I saw them. They yell. They get mad and everything. So I did that. Like I would raise my voice mm-hmm. and I would. And I found out, like, these kids, man, like, they're willing to fight with you. They're they're going to talk back to you. They're going to tell you off. They're going to tell you whatever is on their mind. Which was very different from when I was in school. Mm. Very. I remember you went to the office and was like, ooh. Right. Now, do you think that was just your perspective because of, you know, your home situation versus maybe some of these kids that you've worked with that maybe it's a little bit different so they, they act out a certain way? Yeah, I th- I think so. Well, there uh, to me now that I I've been there and I, I see a lot of it, I I notice there's a lot of different things that go into it. And like for example, I have kids that cuz my biggest thing in my classroom now is respect. Mm. If you don't want to be disrespected, don't disrespect me regardless of what it goes on outside of the classroom. Yeah. I go cuz once you're in my in my classroom now, it's like you're in my domain now. I was about to use the word domain. I was yeah. just about to use the same so word. So it's like now you're in my domain. So now we like, it's just like as if I'm going to go into your space, mm-hmm. I'm going to respect your space. Fair and enough. we get that from each other because I tell them, like, I go, I can be, we can have a great day in ISS, which I mean, uh, people are like, well, what? they shouldn't have a great day. But I'm saying like great day as in smooth. Yeah. yeah. Where we're not at each other's throats. Yeah. Just conflict after conflict. Yes. You know, talking so about I, it or like whatever. it can go smooth and I can be. You know, relatively not lenient, but I I can be cool with you. But if you cross that line, okay, my my attitude towards you completely changes. Mm, and they know, sense. they know like, oh man, like don't don't get Mister Modi mad. Like, right, fair enough. Yeah. So we uh, so I went with that whole where I would go at it like with kids like at each other's throats. Yeah. And I was like, man, like these kids. And I I remember like every day I was just like, man, these kids are bad. These kids are talking bad. <laughs> and these kids are. So then I tried a different approach. My second, hmm. which was. Like I said, respect. So, th- so you're talking about your so your first full. So my so fir- first full, yeah, in August. Yes. So now we're in August, and you you're gonna try a new approach. try a new approach. So now I'm like, you know, right off the bat, we're gonna, you know, I'm gonna keep that respect thing going. You know, like it's like I'm respecting you, you respect me. We don't, as long as we haven't re- disrespected each other, there's no reason for us to pretty much be at conflict. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Because what happened out there for the, I, I tell them like, I didn't go pull you out of your class. I did, I, my famous line is like, I didn't wake up this morning and say, hey, I'm going to go get little Johnny and bring him to ISS because I want him in here. No, yeah. that's not the case. I go, whatever you did, I don't care. Yeah. Not as in I don't care like. Like, like you're right. Like you're right and they're wrong or no, no, or, or how. Like I'll tell them like whatever you did outside, I don't care. But not in the sense like I don't care about you. It's like 
you're going to get sent in for many different reasons. And mm-hmm. I tell him, I go, you're going to come over here, one, because you're, like you say, labeled. Because I get the the same kids. Mm-hmm. So I spend enough time with them to know, learn them. And, and I'll tell them, like, you're going to come in for dumb things. You're going to come in for good things that you deserve to be but in. Yeah, you're, you're in the wrong. Yeah. So I tell them, regardless of what you're in here for, it does not matter to me. I'm not going to treat you any differently. But now that's behind you. Now you're in my classroom. And we're starting, like, basically, we're going to start fresh every day. Because I had some kids that, oh, man, like, they would give, like, so disrespect. Like, they get suspended by me, like, because I wrote them up for things that they've called me or said yeah. to me. But uh, then the next day, I'm, it's like, we're starting all slate. over. Yeah, clean slate. Like, let's go, okay, again, we're going to start again. And I'll tell them, like, hey, like, oh, sir, I only got sent to ISS four times this week. Like, oh, four out of the five days. Well, that's good, because you could have been sent all five days, you know? Yeah. Or sir, I only got sent three times. Well, that's better than four now. Like we're improving. Yeah. So yeah, I, that's where the progress comes. Yeah. And we'll yeah. we'll get to that because we we've already talked about. Now we're now we're gonna get now for people listening. Now we're gonna get into like the stuff that me and you have been talking about for the past year at least. Yeah. That we've been doing any family events and me and you just kind of like hustle to the side and like yeah. hey, what what's going on now? You know what yeah. you're learning. And anyway, so so that so your first so respect. So how okay so how how's that first full school year? So that it went by smooth fast it was really good like a really it was overall i can't i liked it and this is actually when i found out that i was like i was just curious like who who had had this position before me because i remember i told you like hey let's see if we can get this guy to quit yeah so it turns out the guy before me was a corrections officer Mm. at at a prison yeah and he he got tired i guess and he wanted to kind of like have a change of pace so he wanted to slow down (laughs) <laughs> is what I think what he said. And so he came in here, and uh, within a week, he quit. He went back to being a corrections officer. <laughs> He'd rather be over there. Yeah, he said, he goes, over there, it, there's more control. Wow. When it comes to the kids. And I'm like, well, true, the stakes are higher. You're not giving them a, an hour of ISS. Now it's like, well, hey, we're going to add, like, days onto your sentence or something, like, or years. Right. Yeah, yeah. Depending on what you do. So, I mean, I guess that's understandable. But I, I, I've heard, like, several people have quit that position that I'm in. And, uh... I th- it has a lot to do with like this one. I mean, I'm not gonna say this one group, but like there's there's some kids that come from a rougher area that uh, that I deal with, and and I'm I'm honestly glad that I I, I have these kids mm-hmm. because I've learned from them just as much as I mean pro- probably they've learned from me. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying now because like they really didn't know what respect was prior to this because they they go home and they argue with their parents or yeah. you know or they run away or their parents kick them out or for something and like they they have, I got some kids that have some like tear jerking stories oh, I can yeah yeah so when I explain to them I'm like they're like why well, I wasn't even being disrespectful I'm like really like you don't think I go let's look back at this and I'll break it down and they're like oh you know what you're right like that was pretty bad I'm like exactly man like you don't see that he's like well and, and it's funny because like when I was younger like do you talk to your parents that way well, them, yeah, yeah, I do. You, yeah, you start getting so you can't even use that on them. So now I'm like, you know what? Like, well, how do you like it when your parents talk to you this way? I'm like, well, I don't. I go, that's why you yell back, right? Well, yeah. So okay, well, that's going to be the same thing here. All we're going to do is yell at each other if you, if you continue with that. I go, do you want a full eight hours of me just constantly on you, on you, on you? Well, no. I said, okay. Well, then let's see how we can get through this day without killing each other. <laughs> All right. So let's go give it another shot. And that's how we do it. And over time, they like, man, you know, like this guy, he respects me enough to do that. Well, I'm going to respect him enough yeah. now. So that's how that second year kind of evolved into this year. Okay. So this year, where, where I'm at now, um, 
is kind of when I started getting into like you know the reading and and different things. So I picked up my like my first book. What Wait. was the first book? What what was it? The first one was actually uh, okay. Like first phys- actual physical book was the one that was the Gift of Fear. Who that was the first that one. one? Uh, Gavin De Becker. Okay. So that one's the actual first book I picked up. But prior to that, I had I had audio listened to the audio version of uh, The Art of War. Okay. With Sun Tzu. What got you into like potentially picking up picking up a book or even an audio book? Um, a lot of <laughs> it's funny YouTube. Mm-hmm. So I'm on YouTube right, and like I told you, like I started out w- watching a lot of uh, Stephen Ranella. That's right. Which it didn't start out like podcasting and stuff. Like it was I liked it for the hunting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Stephen knows the like, meat eater. Meat eater. Okay. Yes. So this guy, I mean, like his mentality, man, like it's just like. Awesome. When well, what, 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 like, what characteristics are his mentality? Like, what is mentality? What is like the res- the respect that he has for not only like, okay, not only like, say he wants to hunt deer, but he he's hunting like these deer with the respect to like our ancestors are went back and they did all this. Like, this is what we've been doing for years and years and years, and he's like keeping up with it. But he like, like he said, he, I remember there's like a, a good one that he a vegan goes to one of his his things and talks to him and and tells him like don't you think like these animals want to live just as much as you and i do and he's like well like what are the premises that you're coming at he's like well that life is sacred he's like yes life is sacred but he's like you asking me to to stop hunting is like asking a wolf to stop hunting like you just it's it's absurd like it's crazy it's a crazy thought right right he goes so like in your eyes i think you're you actually like the thought of a deer rather than the actual deer itself Right. He's like, but I've learned so much about these animals that you will ever know by hunting them. And he like has a respect for the game. He has a respect for the culture. He has a respect for the history of everything that's like our whole foundation now or like everything that we've been built on as a society. Mm -hmm. And so as a human race. Yeah. So how did that transition into like podcasting and books? Well, so then he actually was like really good friends with Joe Rogan. Mm -hmm. So I watched a few Joe Rogan podcasts Mm -hmm. and uh, a lot of the. So I watched that, and then, you know, Joe Rogan talks about different things like MMA. He talks about, like, everything. Right. And there was a there was actually a um, one podcast that I listened to that he was talking about. Um, I think he was talking about or talking with or talking about Jocko. Mm. And so that I remember hearing you say that a lot. Like, you're always talking about Jocko. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. okay, like, you know what? I'm going to listen to this. So I listened to it, and it was it was really one of the, I don't know if you've ever gone on like one of those um, YouTube splurges. Do you ever, right at the moment every day? Okay, so like you can start off like I'll I'll look up like how to like make a wooden table, mm. and then it somehow ends up like Animal Planet watching <laughs> giraffes hit each other <laughs> to like cat videos. Okay, so it was like that, but like podcasts okay. and stuff. So like I heard Jocko. That's actually when I I, I came up to like Simon Sinek. Sinek. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also I uh, went into like okay. So then it went to I believe I saw a video on Tim Kennedy. Mm. It had nothing to do with like podcasting, but it was just like the the tactical. So sheep, I got the sheepdog. Yes, stuff. like that mindset stuff, and then uh, like a video of like Tim. He- or no, uh, Travis Healy. Sorry. Okay. And so I, I literally watched for like three hours on, on that, on just like sheepdog and like um, uh, like preparation and everything. Mm-hmm. And it was more like, because, you know, like you always say, like the me and guns. 
Yeah. So that's what I really that got fascinated into. But then also, like, I'm seeing their mindset. And a lot of them are using, like, the terms, like, your mind is, like, your deadliest uh, weapon. I right, guess. right, yeah. Like, you have to have a good mindset. And I went through, like, a bunch of different uh, YouTube pages and stuff, like, uh, what is it called? Like, James Yeager, uh, which I don't think, like, some people are, like, wishy-washy about him, but, you know, a lot, it talk, they talk about mindset. Right. Um, every, it seemed like everywhere I was looking, they talked about, like... It all got back to that. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. And I, I remember somebody bringing up the art of war, and I okay. was like, what is the art of war? And so I'm like... I'll, I'll I'll listen to it because I'm not a reader. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, okay. So I listened to it and I was just like, whoa, like, that's crazy, you know? Right. Like, the, the I guess, like, these, him, I guess the way he speaks is like, he's so prepared that he's willing, like, he can take on whatever is in his way in reality because, like, he says, like, um, like, knowing your enemy, mm-hmm. which that term doesn't necessarily, in my mind at least, I, I interpret that like it doesn't necessarily mean to fight. Like you're fighting somebody. Like knowing your enemy can be just from like my classroom. I know my students. Not necessarily that they're my enemy, yeah. but I know them well enough that I, w- I won't have to fear that like, oh my gosh, we're getting 15 kids today. Yeah, like, like what am I going to do? Exactly. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know exactly what I'm going to do because I already know all of them. Yeah. So I can go through this every day. You can send me whoever you want and uh, I mean, I can t- I can handle it. I can take care of it. So what he says, like, know your enemy to where like you would not fear him even in a hundred battles or a thousand battles. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, man, this trans- it transitions over into everyday things, not yeah. necessarily just fighting. Mm-hmm. But I did like the fighting aspect right (laughs) yes you know it's still the warrior man so it's still the warrior aspect like that's that's one thing that i've discovered about myself you know and and even getting into jujitsu yeah and it's like you know some type of hand-to-hand well for all intents and purposes hand-to-hand combat Mm -hmm. you know martial art and and getting you know getting in somebody's face and and half the time it's your friends because until you go compete well you're just rolling with people that you know you know so so you're you're like 80 percent ripping each other apart but you had 20 percent of friendship (laughs) you know it it, it works out we're all in agreement and and it's funny because some of the guys that i roll with like i'm glad they're on my team like yeah (laughs) there's some guys i i wouldn't want to i wouldn't want to see in per like out in the streets like Like ever be on the receiving end or something yeah yeah. but anyways so so then you go through the auto war and so th- talk about that. So I mean that like it, it opens up like that that um, interest. Mm. So it opens up that interest for me to where now like I, I mean guns have always been a part of my life because mm-hmm. like I mean I've had people ask me like so have you like just shot your entire life and I'm like mm, almost just about yeah because I mean I was little I had a BB gun from from a BB gun to a shotgun most kids are like oh I shot a twenty two no yeah, my dad my dad got me a twenty gauge and we went dove hunting and I got put on my ass but <laughs> it was fun right and then I got a twenty two and then you know like but there's always been a, like firearms have always been around it's not something like oh my gosh no you know but he yeah, taught it's not alien to you it's not yeah so then I remember like I was like as soon as I can buy a gun man I'm gonna I'm gonna go get my own. That didn't happen because I didn't have enough money. <laughs> <laughs> but at at one point, you know, I I got my first pistol, which oh, I missed that gun. Yeah. What was it? It was a full size Rock Island Armory 1911, mm. nine mil though. Cause, okay. Because I was like, oh, the 45. <laughs> I was gonna say the 45. Well, then after that, I ended up getting a 45. But both all all my first my first three guns that I think that I got my first three pistols I no longer have them. Mm. I ended up trading them. 
at a gun show for for what I have now. But uh, it was just like when I took it, I didn't see, I didn't think of it like, oh man, like, uh, like I saw it. Uh, I guess the proper term was like I saw this as a tool, mm-hmm. and now I saw it like when I got it in my head, I'm like, okay, now I have a responsibility to learn everything that I can about this, right? Because I don't want to. Well, number one, I didn't want to look stupid. Like, Fair I enough, yeah, yeah. Like people well, are like that guy doesn't know what he's doing. Speak. Yeah, I'll, I got I got a quick story about that, but I'll tell you later. Okay. Uh, so so I went and I look up drills and I look up like all these different movements and these different like draws and different everything different like just literally go on these youtube splurges and when it comes down to like trying them i'm like you know slow consistent you know on my on everything until i eventually work up to where i feel comfortable enough and then okay now i started going to the range and then i started you know like everything i know it's not good that it's like mostly self-taught but I've just never had the opportunity to go to like a class, right? Take actual but like class if I can't, I like this summer. I actually want I want to try and go to a, to any class. Like first, I'm gonna, I mean I'm gonna do like a local class, but I would like to go out to to some of the Dude, classes that I've seen. I've almost I mean Tim Kennedy's man that sheepdog experience, yeah. sheepdog tactics or whatever it's called sheepdog something, but it's like oh man, and I almost went. I think it was last year or the year before because I've heard about. I mean Tim Kennedy's been on Jock already, so mm-hmm. so I think it's episode episode twenty one. But uh, ever since then, I'm like, oh man, like, and then the sheepdog experience or whatever it's called, it's like, man, because I know he has he has like one like around September 11th, mm-hmm. like to celebrate that that yeah. weekend, and in memory of that, like he holds a, a first responders or like or if you've never done any type of training type well, of yeah. training, because I mean there's training there's training for like all levels, right? Depending on like whatever you know your skill set, but oh man, there's like so many out there that I want to like try, right? And remember, so remember when when me and you went to the range a few weeks ago, I was like. Yeah maybe three to five things of yeah. the basics because yeah. same it, for me, like I have my pistol and like I, I shot it because you know, I've shot hundreds of rounds through it now. So I'm very comfortable with my pistol, mm-hmm. but it's like, okay, let's, let's, let's line up in the middle somewhere, you know, like, yeah. uh, you know, like going from starting from the grip. And now like what I do half my time now, what you talk about is dry fire. Yeah. You know, like half, like 80% of my, like I, I'm here at home laying down on the floor. Like I think you've said you've done that before. Oh like, yeah. Where, where you're just there and you're. Or oh, I think for years when when you were starting to do mag changes. Yeah. That you were just clipping, God, God, and you changing and in and out, in and in out, and in and out, and yeah. over and over again. And like now, like I'll have you know TV on or whatever or movie on and just point, yeah. point and shoot, point and shoot, dry fire, dry fire, dry fire. But uh, um, what I wanted to go back to just because we we're, we can continue on the, on the firearms thing. We're gonna we're gonna eventually get there because. Yeah. All this stuff I feel like we're going to talk about now is like it revolves around the more the warrior aspect, the warrior mentality, yeah. self defense. You know, it's not just a hobby to have a. Gu- it's one thing to have well, a lot of guns, but my the main my main point is that like, well, like you're very tactical with it. You're very like you, say, you use it as a tool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like like I get some people you know we'll we'll say gun fanatics. Oh which, yeah. Which you can say you are. You have you have know, forty guns. I mean forty types of. Types of guns. Well, that's where I lost count. Okay, so so <laughs> let's just say let's just let's just say forty yeah. for all intents and purposes, right? Yeah. But the point is that that you work with them, yeah. You know, and, and you clean them, and you you know you know them, you know which ones you have and yeah. how they work, and you know you take them apart and you put them back together. Um, but but I want to because we we got on a tangent as far as that. But going mm-hmm. back to the art of war, so you read that book, but then getting your first physical copy, the the Gavin De Becker book, yeah. What was what was like? What made you do that? Um, 
that actually has to do with, with uh, John John Lovell. That's right. Okay. So Who's the, John the, Lovell. John Lovell. Uh, he's an ex Army Ranger. Okay. Uh, he has a YouTube channel, the Warrior Poet Society. So when I when I saw that, which I had started out because he did like a lot a lot of like reviews for gear and stuff that he used, which my thing was like, oh, I wanted to see like what is the best gear to get or what is the best this to get. Right. So I'm like an army range, like this guy has to like, you know, use the good stuff and, right. and everything. And um, he's, I remember there was an episode he starts bringing up like philosophy and stuff. And then he had like war, uh, like warrior poet, like weekend or something. Like, I don't, I forgot what he called it, but to where he, he talks about books. So he talks about like historical, what he considers warrior poets. Which to him, like a warrior poet is like somebody that's willing to like sacrifice anything for something that they strongly believe in, whether it's religion or like, you know, family or like there's a whole bunch of different things. So he brings up like David, David and Goliath. Okay. So he's like, David is like a warrior poet. This guy was willing to go like even if he figured I'm going to lose this this fight, he goes, I'm still going to fight for what I believe in. Uh, He talks about the Spartans. And so when he started getting into all that, you know, I think he mentioned it in one in one of his. Uh, episodes that people start to sh- to kind of like not watch those videos they're there for like the guns and the action and the shooting and everything but he's like that that's a part of it that's a part of being what he calls a warrior poet mm-hmm. so i'm like man so he acts he reviews that book he okay. reviews okay the, so the, uh okay. he reviews the gift of fear so when he's when he showed it and everything he talks about it a little bit and i was like i think i'm gonna go buy that book so I, I mean, I went and I bought it and I started, I started reading it and man, that like, it's, it's a really good book. It's about survival. Like you're okay. surviving. Well, number one, surviving violent situations, but also like how to get out of them. Like it's, it talks about a lot about intuition, your body response to its surroundings, which th- that is actually well, the story that I was going to tell you about okay. that happened yesterday. Okay. Um, but it's about listening to your, your body, giving you signals and to try and help you stay out of violent situations. But it gives a, like a lot of uh, counts on what uh, victims of different types of crimes and stuff. Okay. And but he goes down and breaks breaks each of them down, and he asks all these questions. Uh, like it opens up with a woman that got raped. Okay. So she gets raped and kind of like in her head it was like, oh my gosh, like what could I have done different or what could I have done to prevent it or why didn't I see this coming or it happened so fast and and. He goes back and asked her, like, uh, what were some of the signs that you can think of now that maybe you missed? So <clears throat> she goes back and breaks it down to, like, uh, the fact that this guy was, like, so willing to help. Like, because she, she's walking up uh, up to her apartment and she's carrying groceries, but she drops them. And this guy, you know, any guy would want to go and, like, oh, here you go, ma'am. Like, try and help out. Right, right, right. Well, this guy is like, okay, well, I'll help you carry him to your room. And she's like, no, no, it's fine. He's like, well, no, I insist. Like, don't don't be too proud, I think is what he says. And so at that point, she kind of gets a little offended and like, well, I'm not too proud to take help. So <laughs> right. she allows him to help him. And then he's like, well, I'll, I'll help you take him inside. And she's like, no, no, it's fine. He's like, no, you, like, I insist and everything. And he's like, we can leave the door open if you'd like, like, whatever. And well, he ends up finding, getting his way into her apartment. And right. Yeah. But he goes back and, like, sees all these little signs that, that were missed. But, like, her body picks up on him but she you like you don't know how to listen to him yeah which 
you know, I, I, I was reading it and reading it. And like, I, this is the book that I'm telling you, like I would go back and like, I'm highlighting everything mm-hmm. and then I stop and I break it down. Yeah. And then, so I read a little bit more and then I highlight everything and then I'm like, stop and I break it down. So, um, but yesterday, yesterday, man, like that. So, so going to what happened yesterday. So yesterday, so I, I drop you off yeah. and, and it's already midnight. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's about it's I mean, after and, eleven for sure. Yeah, so and I'm like, I need to, I need to go put gas in my truck. Like, I have to because I'm not gonna have a way to get to work in the morning. Quick yeah. question, just before you get into the story, because I thought about it. I'm like, well, are you gonna go put gas tonight? I would have waited till the morning. Why would you do? Why? I mean, waking up ten minutes earlier to. Because I wouldn't have waken up. 10 okay, that's fair. that's fair enough. And on, I, I assumed that answer, but I, I wanted to ask anyways. I'm like, well, I know what I would have done. Well, now, I, now from this experience, I'm like, I think I'm gonna. You may just go in the morning. Yeah. You know, daylight coming up. Okay, so so, so I get there right, and I, I put gas in my truck. I, okay, I get off the truck, and I was already, you know, not not to be like um, paranoid, but so I mean, I always have my my gun on me everywhere I go, mm-hmm. so I. It's it's there's a holster in my truck that it it's mounted in there and so but I took it and I put it on my door just to keep it a little bit closer that way I don't have to like reach back into my truck I didn't have it on me uh why I I don't know like, yeah, I was about to ask I'm like why didn't you have it on your person but I way. I, I, I really don't know because yeah. usually I will right, that, that that's like, my thought because I, I yeah. know you so I was like man you don't have it on I your park person. somewhere and I'll put it back I'll put it on me and then you know get off and do whatever it is I got to do but. I mean, luckily it didn't happen until after I get in my truck. Yeah. So I put I put my gas, but I'm there looking around. There's three other vehicles around me. There was two trucks and a, and a car, and they put gas. And two of them had already left. There was one truck left, and I I I put the pump up and I get back in my truck. And I don't know why, but I'm picking up my gun out of the out of the the my off my door. And for some reason, I didn't have a round chambered. But I chambered one, okay, and I put it back in the holster, and I'm about to put it in drive, and I see, I just out of the corner of my, eye, I see, I see red, like just a, a like red, so I look, and it's this dude, like real, real shady, like okay, big pants, big red shirt, big, big red cap, and I'm like, okay, he's coming towards my truck, yeah, so then he sees that I see him, and he kind of like speeds up, and he gets to the side of my truck, and I'm like. Oh, like okay, like whoa! And he he knocks on the on my window, so I roll I roll my window down a little bit. Like what? Well, like, yeah. like what do you need? And he picks up a gas can, and I'm like okay, like this guy needs gas. He's like yo man, like I I need some gas, and I'm like, well I I'm like sorry man, I don't I don't have any cash on me. Yeah, that's what I like what what I told him, and he's like no no you you can pump my gas for me, and I was like, it's midnight. Yeah, you know. I wasn't thinking. Of, I wasn't thinking of all this at the time, but afterwards, I'm gonna yeah. like go back to my thought process and I'm, why I'm thinking like, man, this guy, I don't know, maybe he was trying something. But so he's like, you can put my gas for me, and I'm like, like, like I don't, I didn't you hear me? Like I don't have any any money yeah. to to put gas. He's like, well, no, like he was insistent, like you can go and and put in put in my gas. Yeah. So at this point, like he didn't take no, right off the bat. So like yeah. I. I grab my gun I don't, I don't unholster it i just have it there i have my hand on it and i go i tell him i go you know what man I, I'll, I'll give you some change that i have here i don't have any cash but i have some change here i go it's a few bucks yeah and he got aggressive like he got mad hmm. he's like like no you don't understand you don't understand i don't want money i want you to pump my gas 
Like, I want you to get out of your truck and pump my gas is yeah. basically what he's saying. And I told him, like, I go, you know, dude, like, I'm not getting out of my truck. I go, look, either you need help and I will give you this change and you can get whatever amount of gas that you can get from inside. Yeah. I go, but, and I told him, I go, but I'm not getting out of my truck. And he kind of, like, backs off. But the thing about him, he was really nervous. He was really, like, like, when I went to hand him the money, mm-hmm. his hands were shaking. And I, and I was like, like, why would he be shaking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I hand him some change, like, like through a little area in my truck <laughs> yeah. to the point where, like, if he wanted to reach, it would be hard for him to reach because mm-hmm. my truck's a little bit higher. Yeah, yeah. Which I think also that he didn't expect that because he was, like, looking up. Mm-hmm. So if he wanted to try something, it was a little bit harder, and I don't know if he, he accounted for that. Yeah. But... So I hand him that, and he's, like, real shaky. So then he grabs, he gets the money, and he just takes off. Like, and he takes off relatively quickly. And I'm, like, I'm already leaving at this point because I'm, like, I just want to get out of here. Yeah, yeah. So I put my my truck, but I'm driving off, and I'm still watching him. But even when I was, like, reaching for the change, I was watching his hands. Like, this entire time, I'm just watching him. Yeah. And he, I guess he kind of noticed it. But he didn't even go to the store. Like, he took off. Okay, and that that's what I was hoping to get to. As far yeah. as like, okay, what did he? What did so he so afterwards, I, I I you see what kind of car he was driving? He, he didn't even get to a car. Hmm. Well, I didn't see him get into yeah. a car, and I didn't even see him headed to a car. Yeah. Okay, so afterwards, I kind of like broke it down, and I, like because of that, the book. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, okay, twelve o'clock at night. There was there was four vehicles total, so there was three, including me, pumping gas. Why didn't he go? And asked, like, you know, if this guy says no, I still got three other options. You yeah. know, if you really needed gas. The gas tank that he had looked, like, brand new. Like, it hadn't even been used before. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure Lowe's is closed at 12, 12 yeah. o'clock midnight. Right. And then midnight. I'm like, it's midnight. What's this dude out here doing looking for gas? Yeah. But his nervousness is just what really got to me. I'm like. Yeah, because I was say, to, to be fair, it's like people run out of gas. Like, yeah. You don't, you don't really run into it. I mean, I don't really run. I mean, I. I barely go to the gas station. You know, how many times yeah. do you go to the gas station in a week to actually say like, like, oh, how many people ask you? Or, or for the amount. So let's say you go to a bunch of times. How many people actually ask you? You know, yeah, you know, for gas. My, but my thing was like, why did he like? He waited till everybody was gone, mm-hmm. because if he had that chance, I mean, I'm sure like, his odds are better. Yeah, I don't know if he thought that, but, right. um, but my thing was like, he was nervous and he was pretty adamant on me, getting off to pump his gas. Yeah. He said, "Like you can get, like you can just pump my gas." Like, and he pointed, "Like you could, like to get off." Right, right. And I was just like, "No, dude, I'm not." Yeah. And I, I, I had my like, I wasn't gonna. I mean, not Show that it. I was. No, no, <laughs> that, by no means. At that like, time, at that, at that moment. My thing was, I, my whole thing was his hands, his yeah. hands, and just like kind of look because he had a really baggy shirt, like a really big shirt. Yeah. So like he could have had anything under there, or or I don't know what, but easily conceal something. Mm-hmm. And so my thing was, like, maybe if he wanted me to get off my truck, it was, like, pff, take his truck, you know? Yeah. So um, I had already made the conscious decision, like, if this guy reaches for anything or if he reaches for my door handle or, if he, like, trying anything, like, then I'm going to draw. Like, yeah. I'm going to have to. But I had already made that conscious decision. Right. And it, like, it wasn't, like, nervous or anything. I was pretty serious with him, like, okay, man, like, like, I'm watching you. I'm not. Even when, like, it was funny because when I reached, like, to get the change, I didn't turn my, like, anything. I, yeah. like, stayed looking at him and, like, just, like, click, 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 click yeah. here. But he was, like, shaky. That's interesting. So, I guess all those little things tied in kind of mm-hmm. made me a little more, like. Uh, On edge. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I, I know I've had that conversation, I think, with a friend uh, more than once, maybe, as far as, like, being paranoid. and Even even with, like, jujitsu and, like, and, like, just being uh, being aware of your surroundings, right? It's like, mm-hmm. man, like, I, I can't call it paranoia because, it's no. like, I'm, I'm, I train and some and my instincts kick in then i hope i can at least save you like i can at least save you yeah. you know and and you know or defuse the situation as fast as possible you know whatever may, whatever uh, yeah, may that's happen. why like i don't call it like like you say i don't call it paranoid yeah. it's prepared yeah it's like i'd re- i mean I, i'm definitely in that mindset i mean call me egotistical about it about like being in being in a calling that a mindset but it's like man like it is shit happens yeah shit happens all the time and it's like oh, I'm, I'm not waiting for that to just be, to think i'm gonna be prepared and act mm-hmm. and yeah. then my ass get killed not even yeah. beat, just killed you know it happens yeah i know like some people would probably be like you know like oh man that guy just needed some gas it's like right and that because that, that's pretty much like maybe he just needed some gas and maybe he, you know whatever but it's yes, like man but i'm also not taking that risk <laughs> on you know being that guy that got beat to death and his truck stolen at yeah. midnight at a gas station mm-hmm. because it's happened and then your pistol's not on the person exactly truck and not with you yeah but i had my grip on it the end right. Like, right right but but just like but even then like you, you say he did yeah he takes and it you with now him. don't have because you normally carry it on your person well now you don't have it on your person because yeah. you have it in holster on the side exactly so you can't walk off with it on and at least you can motion because i know you've done drills you know yeah. where you can mo- your motion to draw, and at least you have that for you. Like so, even if he pulls out a knife, well, he's bringing a knife to a gunfight. Exactly. You know, he's turn- he's changed. The and that's situation. actually one of the biggest things I, w- I was looking for, like just to make sure he didn't pull out anything and try to like stab me through the window or something. Yeah, because yeah. like I'm telling you, like if you had seen how nervous he was, it might have put you on edge too. Yeah. Because he looked he looked scared. Like, right. So I don't know if he went like with a with an intent, and then everything changed when he noticed different things, or right. like he wasn't prepared to yeah to counter. Multiple so, multiple possibilities. He just went with the intent of X, yeah. whatever that X may, whatever the X may be. Maybe he just needed gas, <laughs> or, may, or maybe, maybe he just. Needed, maybe but he just I mean, my thing was like, and, I was prepared for something to go down on that. Yeah, with that uh, sc- scenario, but luckily nothing happened. I left. You know, yeah, don't know where he went. I didn't keep track of him that far because yeah. I got out of there. But now I know. Like next time, I'm like, I don't think I'll pump my gas at midnight. I might just wake up ten minutes earlier, or go earlier in the day, or go before you on your way home from work, <laughs> or go to a different gas station. <laughs> no, I'm just. Kidding. <laughs> but see, I mean, even that's so many, so many freaking possibilities, possibilities. so many yeah. scenarios, variables. Um, so going back to Gavin, what's the book called? Gavin DeBecker's book. Uh, the Gift of Fear. The Gift of Fear. So, so where where has that taken you now? Because we and you had a conversation as far as like go, getting back into some Joe Rogan and like I mean you you talked about like him like him talking about like getting into like his workouts and like what he does and like his gym and like saunas and different things. But so, but but bef- but aside from that, because I've I've talked briefly about similar well, things. But um, I mean I I think just overall like the actual reading itself. Like yes, I'm focused on the material, but also like. I kind of just set myself in this mode like I want to I want to start reading all these books just to gather as much information as I possibly can because you know the more you know the more you're growing as as a person mm-hmm. uh but you know the the books do tend to stick to a specific genre right as far as like leadership mindset and, and I guess you could say tactics on mm-hmm. on certain books uh that list that you showed me was that uh John Lovell's list That was John Lovell's list okay. yeah Yeah cuz and I, you showed it to me the other day, that you know, that yesterday, and that book Wild at Heart yeah. came up, and I was like, "Oh, dude, you need to read this book." Yeah. And I'm not gonna, t- I'm not gonna tell you anything about it. And I've talked about it on this podcast, and some, I know some people that are listening to this, like they've either read it themselves, or, uh, or we've talked about it. Period. You know, I'm like, "Oh, mm-hmm. this chapter is what still influences me to this day." Yeah. And uh, anyways, but when I saw my dude, I told you, Matt, like, you need to read that. Like, yeah. 
I don't want to say you need to, but you need to read that book. <laughs> you know, it's like just, you ha- yeah. It's just one of those books that it's at least for me, it was strong enough impact for me where hopefully it would it'll open maybe just a avenue for you. Like, a, not maybe it won't be as impactful for me because I'm kind of hyping it up. So you're kind of going to this new book like, oh, maybe because exp- what I've seen is that people expect something. Yeah. Especially when people tell them, but it's like, well, like, oh, you have to read it. Right, so. right. It's like, I don't want to say that, but it's like, I know what it's done for me. And hopefully, maybe, hopefully it'll do the same for you. And, and maybe it'll be a di- totally different aspect. Cause I've talked to other people who've read it and it's a whole different chapter, a whole different section that, that brings light to them. Yeah. That helps them grow however, you know, in whatever direction they're okay. heading. So I'm expecting a Michael Bay production when I read <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah. And because I told you, like, he has his book, Wild at Heart. This is John Eldridge. And then he has the book, Captivating, which his wife, Stacy, yeah. wrote. So it's the female, the feminist, fem- not feminist, but the femininity, femininity perspective on yeah. the same things, Top. the same principles. Yeah, so you're getting two completely different. Yeah, you're getting the male and the female. Yeah. I, I say the male and female for all intents and purposes. Which, like, I mean, it's good to, to have that, to know that, uh, or be able to see things from different perspectives. Right. You become a little bit more, um, what was the word I used earlier? Not sympathetic, but. Um, what is the word you used earlier? Well, sympathetic. Well, sympathetic was one of the words you used. But I mean, the the whole reason why you have that sympathy is because you're able to see it, but but from a different perspective or R- from their point of view. Mm-hmm. Uh, where are you at as far as now with like school? So, because like, now you've seen these kids go six, like the sixth, seventh, the sixth graders that are now eighth graders. You got you've gotten to see them grow. How's that experience been? Um, and then maybe because t- some of them. Have you even done like better? Like, th- th- tell that story of the, I mean, as much as you can, but of the kid who, uh, hey, sir, I didn't go to ISS today. You told me about him a, like months ago, months ago, months ago. But okay. he's one of that's always, he's stuck with me because, like, man, like, that's progress. You're not, yeah. and like, you, you mentioned, and you was like, it's like, oh, you good. You're only four or five days. Let's aim for three. Yeah. And that progression. And I, I mean, as, like I said, well, as that, much as you that can, same scenario has happened with several kids. Okay. But, um, there was one. He's n- uh, no longer a student of mine. He actually he moved, so he's out. He's mm. at a different campus. Okay. But when he was when I was with him and I was working with him, um, I mean he, it was almost a constant. Like I knew he was coming in. This, if he wasn't suspended, I'm like he's coming in today. <laughs> at that point, class. yeah. Yeah. So, but I remember just telling him like I would talk to him about what's going on at home. Um. And he would tell me, like, uh, just, like, it w- it's not easy. I mean, he wasn't in, like, the same shoes as other kids. Like, I have, like, oh, like, their dad's locked up or their mom's locked up. But right. he just had, he lived in a, in a little rougher area, which I knew he came from a, from a little colonia that uh, was rough. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a it's a rough place. I've gone in there several times. Uh, I took Diana on a homebound visit one time. Okay. And it's, like, like there's two police officers always posted outside of that, that entrance into oh, that wow. colonia. Yeah. Like so that constantly on watch, like watch just see yeah. who's coming in and who's coming out. Yeah. So, I mean, I already know this kid comes from that, that tough mm-hmm. area. So I know, you know, like home is not the best for him. So, yeah. I mean, he's coming and I told him like, like it, I feel like you're coming here to school just to let out your anger on us. Yeah. And I go, which might be the case, which I mean, I'm going to tell you on this, like uh, if you need to just talk about something, it doesn't even matter, like just what's going on or you need to vent out something like I don't mind just listening to. Right. Um, I go, plus we have eight hours in this day that you're going to be in here. So I'm pretty sure, yeah. you know, it'll help time go by faster. But over time, he, we, I guess, established that rapport and he began to like tell me stuff that was going on or uh, different situations. And then. I would tell him, you know what, like, you do so well with me now, like, why can't you just 
apply that in the classroom. Yeah. Because he would tell me like, man, like I, I, I'm tired of getting in trouble, or like I'm tired of always of them always thinking it's me. And I'm like, well, you've already got this reputation to where they assume it's just they're gonna assume that you're doing wrong. Yeah. And so over time, I remember like he went two days without coming to ISS. I'm like, and he came back. I was like, you just got back from suspension. He's like, no, I've been here at school. Like I haven't I haven't shown up to ISS. And I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. <laughs> so he's like, I went two days without. It. I'm like, all right, well, let's see if you can go three days. He's like, okay. So it took him probably like another week because he came back in. But right. And then finally he did. He's like, hey, I went three days. And then three days turned into a week. He's like, hey, did you notice? I'm like, what? He's <laughs> like, I haven't been in ISS all week. And I'm like, that's right. He's like, yeah. So I told and I, I, I remember I had him one day and I, I told him, like, I go, you know how excited you are when you come and tell me, like, hey, I went four days without ISS. Yeah. I'm like, man, you don't know how happy that like makes me not. I mean, not happy, like it makes me happy, but I'm like proud that yeah. you're trying. I go, you're giving it that that effort, and even if you don't think like like that's a good accomplishment, like it really is because you are progressing. Like right. I told you, like yeah. I said before, yeah. like four days is better than three days. Yeah, or like you know, you it, there used to be a time where if you were on campus, you were guaranteed to be in yeah, ISS. Yeah, yeah, but. I've had several different students come up. Like, actually, today I had, a, I had a kid come up and like, sir, I got 100 today. And I'm like, well, where is it? And they're like, it's in the classroom. I'm like, well, I don't believe you. I need to see this 100. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, no, I'll get that 100 for you. Like, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but now, like, I know, like, I'm realizing, you know, like, we only have two two weeks. Or I'm going to say eh, it's three weeks. Yeah. Two and two weeks and some change. And then, so, like. The sixth graders that started out with are going to go to high school, so I'm not going to see them anymore. So I'm like, oh, yeah. man. Bittersweet. How, how, yeah, yeah. It's definitely bittersweet that, like, I've seen these kids go from, like, little pipsqueaks, and now they're they're going to go to high school. And some of them have matured so much yeah. because, oh, my gosh, they were – I call I would call them turds. <laughs> and they didn't, and it's funny because they didn't even know what a turd was. I'm like, oh, wow. They're uh, not even that, but yeah, they still talk back to you, talk back to your teachers and yeah. whatever. It's like. But it's funny. I've also had kids, like, a kid tries to disrespect me, and then, like, these kids will actually come back and, like, hey, don't be talking to them like that, which they probably would have never done before mm. because they didn't know, like. That's right. Talk, see if you can remember, because you're talking about one of those stories where it's like, hey, you don't talk to Mr. Modine like that. Well, I, I, two that stick out to me is one, this this uh, one little girl, uh, sixth grade, she comes in bad attitude really bad towards everybody like it didn't yeah. matter she had that mentality like i don't care who you are you you're not going to talk to me a certain way yeah. and i'm but i can talk to you however i want mm-hmm. and so sixth grade I, I mean she was uh very aggressive towards everyone yeah and seventh grade calmed down a little bit not necessarily due to my my working with her but yeah she did calm down matured a little bit so is this still using the, like for on your on your part of it? Is this still like your approach as far as like just respect me and I'll respect you? Is that is that yeah. what you're still using to this day? Oh yeah. And then like with that that girl, I'm just well, cu- with I'm everybody. Just curious, so okay, so because with that girl. okay, I'll continue and then I'll, I'll follow up with with that. Mm-hmm. So then, she matures seventh grade. She's not as loud, not as aggressive, but still has an attitude. You can tell. Uh, but that's when I, seventh grade was when I got. I got to deal with her more she got sent to iss a lot more even mm. though she wasn't as bad yeah it's just now like i guess seventh grade they're like now we're going to use the iss tactic yeah and put her in there for everything literally right. everything that she does so even things that weren't fair and i would explain like i like 
it's going to happen. You know, yeah. there's things in life that aren't fair. Yeah. Things aren't always going to go your way, but you know, you just got to deal with them and move on. And I go, so tomorrow you're going to be out of ISS. Like, yeah. Okay. Does ISS matter as of tomorrow? Like, are you going to care about what happened today? No. I said, exactly. So it's in the past. So anything that that's happened before, just get over it, move on. And, you know, just continue doing your best. Yeah. Continue doing whatever you know that you're capable of doing, you know, and over time, she did like she would would wouldn't come so i remember one time it was after school and her little sister shows up with her little sister every everybody's little sibling wants to be like them yeah yeah so i remember she uh her little sister shows up right and a, a friend came and like shoved her and she turns around and she's like oh fuck you and this the is like little a, sister yes little oh. sister turns around and says that <laughs> to the person oh man and she, and she turns around and sass, smacks her on the face and I'm like, oh man, like, I don't know if I'm supposed yeah, to. Yeah, how do you? Yeah, what are you supposed to do as a teacher now? Yeah, you know, so, being that side of yeah. But I mean, they're sisters. I don't. I didn't. I don't know. But then she tells him like, hey, don't be talking like that. Like, have some respect. Mm. And I was like, wow. Like, how can I be mad at you for that? <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, okay, okay. Keep going. Tell me more. <laughs> but, but no, like, she turned around like, you have some respect. You don't want. Don't be talking like that. And then she said like, especially in front of Mr. Morin. Mm. And I'm like. That she would have never said that sixth grade year. Yeah, a year a year before. A year before, yeah, yeah, a year, year prior. prior. She would have never said that. So, like in that moment, I was like, "Wow, okay, maybe, you know, I, even if it wasn't me, but you know, like this person's matured and grown, grown, and that's improvement." And uh, another one was actually a lot worse than that. Like the kid, as far as like the defensive aspect of it, like, like the tactic they used, like what they. Oh did. yeah, like they went off on some kids, like. I had a group of kids, which these kids, you know, they go to ISS regularly. But what happens is um, after school, I have to go and I, I, I get a radio and I start calling out like bus numbers and everything. Okay. Mm, yeah. So like, well, I radio to the APs. And so there's some benches up there where I'm at. And some, some kids, they would tell me like, hey, sir, is it okay if we go and sit up there? Because they don't want to get in trouble. Like, they don't want to hang out with, like, certain friends or that they're going to get in trouble with or whatever. So they, they ask, like, can I sit up here? So I'm like, yeah, no, go ahead. I, I tell them if the APs let you, then by all means come, come up and just sit there. So they're sitting there, and I remember a kid coming coming by, and, and I have to write the time, whatever the bus gets there. And I'm like, hey. I go, well, what time is it? And so one of them was like, time for you to get a watch. Like the, <laughs> yeah, like the old, oldest yeah, old just joking the joke, right? And one of these kids are like, hey. Don't you be talking to him like that? Have some respect. Like you don't really. He never disrespect you like that. And like, but they went okay. Like I'm not. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right, right. There was a lot more <laughs> words that were said. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, explicit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Words. But I mean, like their hearts were in the right place. Like as far as like the respect goes, and I told them like, just don't talk like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I got after you're, him. You're 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 aiming the right way. Let's, yeah. let's clean let's clean it up a little more now. Let's make a little more. Well, yeah. essentially make a little more progress, which yeah. you can bring up to them. Like today, I had I had a kid that he walks in he walks in class and uh, he sits down, and he's one of our APers from that came in today, and he sits down, and I'm locked out of my classroom because I don't have a key to it, but they've promised me a key from like the first week of school, <laughs> so I go and. and I knock on the door and then the and the AP turns. He's like, "You still don't have a key?" I'm like, "No." He's like, "They haven't made you one." I'm like, "No." He's like, "We'll get one to you." So I'm like, <laughs> "Okay." Two weeks before school's over, 
Yeah. That's funny. Gonna okay. help me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I walk in and I'm like, I, I have that gesture. I'm like, man, that's just so dumb. Like, they're gonna try and get me one now. Like, two weeks, it's already late. Well, that kid hears me and he turns. He's like, yeah, I told you. See, I tell you, this school's fucked up. And I'm like, hey, don't, I go and tell him, don't be talking like that, man. Right. And he turns around and he's like, oh, um, my bad. And I'm like, no, like, seriously, man, like, you, you think you can just come in here and talk however you want? I go that, and I, that's, I explained to him, like, okay, that's disrespectful. He already knows. Right. I've dealt with him enough. But his, his approach was completely different from, from when I've dealt with him in previous years. Mm. So I tell him that, and he turns, and he's like, you know what? I'm sorry. He goes, I'm going to try. He goes, and he told me, he goes, I'm going to be honest with you. That's the way I talk. I said, I understand. I go, but there's a time and place to talk like that. I go, I'll be honest. Like I told him, I'm on, honestly, I say bad words too. I say them, but I don't, I'm not going to tell them to you. I'm not going to tell them to the APs, mm. you know, like time and place. And he goes, okay. He goes, I'll, I'll, I'll try and think before I say things. But it's true because that's the way these kids, even to their parents. Right, right. So Yeah, it's a macro thing. It's not like it's only at school. Yeah, it's no, not like it's is, just. This is a 24-7 yeah, type thing. Like, this is like, okay, their mom the talks to him or his parents probably talk to him like that. He talks back to them yeah. like that. But that's the way. And so what, what I was going to say about the girl with the little sisters, like she smacked the hell out of her. Yeah. Probably because the mom smacks the hell out of her, them. Maybe. You know, or pretty some, sure. Or the parent or whoever the parent yeah. or guardian is. At least that's all. That's my assumption. Whenever I see these kids, it's like, okay, you know, let me see who your parents are now. You can get a good. I, my conclusions now are that you can get a great idea because you talk about like, going to the colonias and seeing these houses and seeing the cops there at the, at the front. It's yeah. like, well, that's the beginning. Oh, it's like yeah. in the households, like, yeah, that little girl hit her sister because that's what she sees happening. Like, yeah. oh, this is okay. This is what happens to me. Yeah. And well, I'm gonna do that to her because that that's that's what she knows. Yeah. That's that's where it is. But the, like, the fact that they're 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 thought process is changing from when they first got in you know it it may not be where we want to be at but you know we're working baby steps to get there yeah and that's yeah. why it's like that's why i'm kind of like man i wish i had a little bit more time to work with them because right. like we can get so much farther right but uh kind of jump kind of jumping back yeah talking about okay so like this year so when you uh you brought up like what i'm reading yeah so and i said like this this my third year or kind of like second and two and a half years two and a half yes this, this would be we're already Whoa. reaching the end of your second full year yeah you know, you've been going for two and a half years already mm -hmm. so this year is when i started reading this like books and stuff mm -hmm. but i was reading them at work whenever i had a little bit of time right but the kids would see and they got they get curious like hey what are you reading like what is the sir reading or why is he so into that book mm -hmm. so i start reading little bits and pieces you know whatever i can because like the gift of fear it gets pretty uh, like, expli like explicit, well, explicit, just as far as details, yeah. like for what's but, going on. But as far as like some some strategies that he talks about, or some like mindset things, like I can talk about them and it can translate into yeah. their daily life. Absolutely. So, I'll read some parts to them. Some of the kids are like, "Oh man, that book is awesome! Like, where can I get it?" I'm like, "No, you can't read it. Yet. <laughs> you can't get it yet." I'm like, "No, right. don't even you know go I'm, look for it." It's funny because I have a family member who's taking. I told I told him you, this book you'll be. Because the thing is, it, it took me three months to read it. That's because I'd read it a bit every day, uh -huh. and so because it was so hard for me to understand. As a twenty, I was twenty-four when I got this particular book. It's called the Power, uh, Power of Myth by uh, uh, Joseph Campbell. Okay. And so I have this. Co I bought. Okay, so no one can see, but I'm showing Matt. So I have a paperback copy. Well, I have a hard copy here. Oh, okay. This I bought in Nashville. 
That thing looks cool. And uh, and I, I, I'll probably I'll probably lend you the the power the paperback copy. But the, okay. my point is that so I had this first mm-hmm. and I read it. I told my is my cousin. I'm like, hey, dude, like one day I want you to read this book. I'm like, he's like, why well, can't I read it now? I'm like, honestly, it's fucking hard. Mm-hmm. It's not an easy book to read. Yeah. And I'm not saying you're not capable. I'm just saying like the themes, the themes that are in here are so deep that it's like you can afford to wait. Like you have other things that you can learn now and use now. Yeah. Like this book, like I said, it, it, it took me three months of reading every day for three months, every day. Cause some days, and I, I remember talking to Eddie about this, like some days I'd read one paragraph. I'm like, what does that mean? Yeah. And I'll show you the text, Matt. Well, I said, people can't see, but Matt, like, like it's cause what it is, it's a dialogue. Between okay. Joseph Campbell and this guy Bill Moyers, who basically oh, yeah. they have a conversation about different life themes, right? And it's it brings in religion, it brings in uh, n- uh, Native Americans and different things, right? So uh, my point is like it it's deep. Yeah. There, like I said, there is something that Joseph would say. I'm like, oh my, like what does that mean? I, yeah, I that was the first book that was so in depth that I was like. I need to stop for the day. <laughs> I've been reading for seven minutes, and that's it. I'm done for the day like because I'm just gonna reread this paragraph, and it's like, oh, geez. And that it's open. Like I said, that's another one that's mind opening. I have another book there by you, Matt. It's called what is it called? Which one? Uh, the myth. That one. Myths to live by. Myths that, to that's live another by. book by Joseph Campbell that I have yet to oh, get right. into. And then there's an open life by Joseph Campbell as well. Yeah. And. Frankly, I bought those at, at thrifts because I, now I know who Joseph Campbell is. Because okay. the Power Myth is like his main book, but uh, but anyways, I don't want I don't want to veer too far. But as far as like that, where like some of these kids, like it's like oh, I want to get that book. So I was like, hold on, hold on, just hold on. Yeah, like I want you to read it. Like, and I you'll probably understand it better than me, and you'll probably be able to re- read it way quicker than me. And I want that. I want like even well, just a brief point. Like when I talk with you and I tell you something, and we talked we brought it up last night, where it's like some of this, like Simon Sinek. Yes. The information that you have now, you have two years earlier than and I had it. Yeah. And I still have to uh, process it and like reread and redo and all whatever. But uh, it's like, you know, the, the time and place is kind of the same. But we, we can use that as the theme of time and place as far as like, yeah, this book, like, I mean, especially like that book, uh, Gift of Fear, you know, talking about the, yeah. like the woman and, and rape, getting raped. It's like, yeah, yeah that's, that's something that's very heavy. That, it is. Uh, but Mr. Like, Maureen said I could read it. Exactly. So I'm like, uh, <laughs> no. But like I know, like one of one of the big points that he talks about, well, not a big big point, but it, within it, he brings up like you you don't necessarily have to be like a product of your environment, yeah. or you can also like good things can come out of bad environments. Yeah. So that was one point that I was trying to get across to them like really well, and then when I, I when I read that to them, I'm like, what do y'all think this means? Like you do not have to be a product of your environment. They're like, well, like they didn't know. Yeah, they had no so idea over their like. head. <laughs> so then I told him, like, okay, like, you all come from whatever area you come from, whatever little colonia you come from, whatever hood you come from, because they have different they terms for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I have the kids. No, you come, yes, they come, <laughs> hey, you come to my hood. I'm like, uh, I was at your hood a few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, man. right. Uh, but I tell him, like, you don't have to be a product of that environment. So, like, you don't necessarily, where you come from doesn't make who you are. And they're like, like, oh, okay. Yeah. And I go, and sometimes even, like, this kind of environment can push you and drive you to want to do better, to want to get. It. I go, do you want to live in that kind of situation your entire life? And they're like, no. I'm like, well, okay then. I go, that should be your motivation to do better in school yeah. and get out. Yeah. And some of them get get it, some of them don't. Right. Uh, I used another part of it, like talking about like tra- tragedy, how that can like sometimes mm. like a person's mother 
yeah. dies of cancer. Yeah. For example, because it, it uses happens. that. It, it uses happens. that. Now this person bec- wants to become that doctor that can potentially, you know, yeah. make breakthroughs in the, in uh, cancer studies. Yeah. So sometimes even with with hardship. You know, that can also be something like to drive you towards a goal. And I try to push that. Like, I try to push positive things to them. Right. This year, because, you know, I I got to that point where I'm like, you know, like, we're wasting time in here. Like, I I need to work with these kids. I want to try and do something with them. And it it helps. But, like, also with it, there's a time and a place to do it. Because sometimes, man, these kids, like. They're just all rowdy. and Yeah. They're ready ready to. They're ready to fight you. They'll fight you right now. Exactly. And it's and that, that's one thing that I've realized you know, as a macro. It's like you know, if they're ready to go, like I had, I remember this one kid I subbed for uh, last year, and he he was a good kid, and like I learned more about his history because he was one of my aunt's students, right? So I was I was in the reading class, subbing the reading class, and she's math, but same team, right? So I'm, we're working with the same kids. Mm-hmm. So if I sub for her, it's same you know same group of kids. Yeah. Well, this kid, I was like, man, like what? What's going on? I'm like, nothing's wrong with him because he's been a great student. And one day, he's just off. Like, he's just off. He's like, oh, well, I think his dad passed away from cancer. Oh, okay. And I was like, that makes total sense. Yeah. And like, because when he, I'm like, I'm like, I want to I say his name, but I'll, I'm like, yeah. I'll just say, I'll use his, I'll say dude. I'm like, dude. I, I, used to, I said his name, but I was like, dude. I'm like, you were fine yesterday. Yeah. I've been here for three days and you've been fine. And he's like, oh, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, whatever. And I'm like, I'm like, that's why I just leave it alone. Mm-hmm. And I talked, you know, and he's like, no, he just has bad days because, like, his, I think, it, like, so let's say last year, his dad passed away within, like, the past year, year and a half. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's such a rough thing. Like, like you, I mean, you went through a situation, just a hard situation, yeah. you know, with your dad. And, like, what I'm seeing as a, as a macro is, like, these kids that are 12, you're starting yeah. to go through, and I, I bring up, they're starting to go through puberty, they're going through adolescence, they're starting to fight back now. They think they have a right to say whatever the <laughs> hell they want to say. Yes, entitlement. And, right, right. They have this thing where it's like, okay, you start balancing that out for them. Yeah. You know, and, and it's like, man. But anyways, but going back to this game, I'm like, oh, that makes total sense. And like I said, I, I didn't I didn't raise my voice to him like there something's not right with you today. Yeah. I'm like, you don't have ADD. Don't tell don't let anybody that's I've had that conversation with students. Oh, I, don't, I don't know if I should. Like, like I'm, and I'm putting this out in like the public, ear, like yeah. internet. But I think it's, I think it should be part of the change of our edu- our public education system because like, there's too many kids with ADD. Yeah. That sometimes, and I'm gonna go out on a limb here because who knows if if this podcast grows, like who knows when it'll be listened to in years to come. Right. This is out on the internet. But my point is because I've heard it from uh, now. I've heard it from other teachers and other. Uh, I've heard from other people that work in schools that mm-hmm. aren't necessarily teachers, but they work with students. Yeah. And the point is that, like, oh, well, sometimes the teacher just signs them up because, like, oh, you're, you're not paying attention. Well, it's like, well, what did you what did you do before you signed them up for this program? Mm-hmm. And it's like, man. And some of these kids, I'm like, nothing wrong with you. Yeah. Nothing wrong with you. And the sad part, this is what aggravates me. It aggravates me to sadness, not anger. But it aggravates me because it's like, you're putting this noise in their head and it's going to get worse because these kids are 12 years old, 11 years old, 13 years old. And they're already going through whatever BS they're going through at home. Mm-hmm. And they're already starting to lash out <clears throat> that they need to be helped more now than ever. And you're putting noise and you're putting junk in their head. That's going to make it way worse. Yeah. Because if you see the kids in high school now, the kids that are in high school right now, this generation of high school kids, like I'm very curious to see when they get out of high school and they get into college and they start working for people, people like me, people like you, people like Jack, people like 
us as we move on, they're gonna move up too, yeah. or get old. Not move on, just get older. Where they start going to the workforce, that's gonna be a totally different element. Yep. And I'm like, what? I mean, I'm not even asking the macro question of like what's gonna happen because that's too far away, it's too far fetched to realize. Because even when we're in the shit, you know, when it happens, yeah. yeah, we're not gonna know it until like years from now. My point is like the kids that are in high school, is, like if you're filling up these kids in middle school's heads right now, yeah. like something needs to change. You're, sorry, you're gonna say something, but I, don't know, I mean, I don't know if I if you forgot already by now or not, but it's just something uh, that I've realized in the macro of like. No, I mean, yeah, but that that is true, you know, because like I have kids now, uh, I have several that you know have been told that like, oh, you have ADD, you have ADHD, you're that this is why they're lashing out, this is why they're doing that, which now it becomes to the point where it's like, like, why are you misbehaving so much? What's well, because I have ADD? Yeah, it's like no, I didn't take my pills today. Yes. Or, or they're on pills now. What the hell? You need to wear on pills now. Like, yep. like, do you not hear about the opioid crisis that's going on in the United States of America at the moment? Like, And you're like, going to go and put these kids <sighs> on. Yeah. And that's that's why it's sadness for me because the end goal is not good. And it's like, do you but, really not? Because like, a, a lot of these people now, we can go a little bigger picture, but real quick. Sorry, I, before you, don't forget your point. No, I got but it. But a lot of these people that complain or whatever, they watch the news every day. Mm-hmm. There's an opioid crisis, and that's for painkillers, and that's a whole yeah. different type of addiction. Like, you're putting these kids on pills at 10, 11, 12 years old. What do you think later not on younger. that they're going to, you know? I don't know. Like I, I, could, I could ramble on, but I'll let you, I, what, what were you going to say? So, I, I mean, I feel like you don't even need it. Like, these kids don't need to be on pills. They don't. I remember watching, watching a TED Talk. TED Talk? Or TED yeah, talk? TED Talk. Yeah, TED Talk. About a guy, you know, like, he, he had ADD coming up. He had a hard time, you know, focusing on everything, but he finally came across a teacher that knew how to like engage, approach, and, and yeah. yeah, how to approach it, uh, really. Engage too, no engage approach. It's well, all to where yeah, cohesive. where he's gonna be able to, you know, pay attention because he wants to pay attention. Yeah. You know, so it gets to a point where like, you know what? Maybe it's not necessarily. You know what? I'm I I ha- I don't have ADHD. I don't have ADD, mm-hmm. and I have a hard time listening to a boring ass lecture. <laughs> Yeah. You know that? Yeah. So I can only and imagine. The thing is, if we were in the school system now, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, we'd all have fucking anybody who's 20 yes. to 30 right now would have ADHD if we were living at that young age now. Yeah. So that's my conclusion. So, like, I have a kid that comes in regularly, and his excuse is because, oh, well, it's because I have ADD. Yeah. I just can't pay attention. He's, uh, like, and I'm like, crutch. yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, no, it's not that you can't, you don't want to. But I can put him in a classroom and I'll give him some work or I'll give him a task to do. And if it's like engaged, like to where he's into it, so like uh, I'll give him a goal. Mm-hmm. You know, what? like a lot of people, it's hard to control, but you know, uh, I'll give him a goal. You know what? Right. I got some crossword puzzles. If you do this page or if you focus and you get get this done, you can work on them. Or I'll give you something to color. Oh man, this kid's gonna like, he's giving it his all. <laughs> he is sitting there, he's quiet. But. As soon as I see him go out into an, like a regular classroom, yeah. he'll take out his phone. Like, you need to put that away. He says, well, it's because I have ADD and I need something to focus on. And I'm like, no. Like, and then the teacher gets mad, throws yeah. him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like right there, I'm like, you know what? Try to work with him. Yeah. Now, I don't, I don't necessarily mean like don't get after him for the phone or don't. Right, you know, right. But I think if you put some type of not goal system. Well, I mean, even if you want to put a goal system yeah, for yeah. him or something that you're going to try and help him help him out mm-hmm. and not just give up on him right away and send him away. Yeah, yeah. Then, you know, maybe he would start to feel like, you know what? 
my grades are are pretty good. Like maybe in, in himself he can realize, you know, yeah. I can well he'll come deal with hopefully it. Hopefully he'd come to that realization of like yeah. at some point where it's like, oh man, I I can do this. You know, yeah, because I have some kids that like I hate I hate taking my pills. I'm like, why, man? Because like you see them. Yeah. I like, like okay, I've never heard that. I've I've just heard the prior as far as like, no. I mean, I like I have some kids right, that are, yeah. like little zombies, man. Like they just walk in the class. Like you know something's up with them. Yeah. Like I had one kid, they were ripping and they were yelling at him because he he just wanted to sleep and he's like i'm just tired and they're like well, what do you mean you're tired you don't sleep at home he's like yes i slept at home and then so like they're they're yelling at him and i call him over i'm just like hey man like what's going on he's like i'm tired sir and and i kind of went through all the same questions like you didn't sleep or what happened what's going on at home and everything well then it finally came out he's like well they increased my dosage on my pills and i'm like no wonder mm-hmm. and i'm i'm like your bot like number one you're not you're not used to it yeah so your body's adjusting to it he's like i haven't eaten all day i'm not hungry i don't want to like i just don't want to do anything right now so yeah. then i go to the principal and tell him like hey this is the situation so now they're like oh man well why didn't he tell us this yeah i'm like well probably because well, you're, you, you, yeah, you're yelling at him you're, you're ripping him and you know you yeah. probably won't even believe him yeah yeah he might not yeah he yeah like you're you're using no it's just an excuse go to ice right you know, so right 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 but yeah, it's 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 a rough time we're in dealing with cell phones. Being a, it's yes. still relatively new. Cell phones in this classroom, you know what I mean? Like, so where, where everybody has a cell phone. True. You know, back yeah. in the day, not everybody had a cell phone. Nope. You know, ten years ago, even ten years ago, not everybody had a cell. Phone. Yeah. Now it's everywhere, and so. it's just part of. The, and okay, okay, fine. You want that to be part of the norm? Okay. Now you know, like I said, like I and I know we're in a change part, but like I definitely. It's just something that I feel strong enough to like. Okay, it's a, it must be it must be mentioned because it's like this is oh yeah it's craziness. Like I I, I don't have a solution yet. I'm not I'm not working for the school board like school board or know anybody in the school board because to me everybody just wants likes on social media because I tie that in. Oh yeah, it's like like, like oh I'm, I'm superintendent. I got thousand likes <laughs> on this page or whatever. I don't I don't I don't give a shit. I'm just throwing out random ass like examples. No, but I, I've like, always said it. Like we're in a time right now that we're the amount of friends you have on Facebook defeats the amount of actual friends you have in real life. Yeah. Like you have, there's no social skills. Everything is, you know, a push of a button. Nothing's secret anymore. Like yeah. not necessarily secret, but everything you do is out there. If you Whether want it to be out there, even if you don't. Well, like, okay, explain. What do, you, what do you mean by that? Well, because, like, there's certain situations, like, people get recorded on doing certain mm. things or saying certain things. Right. So even if it's, like, you don't want things out there, they're still going to yeah, be they're, out they're, there. Yeah, they're, they're in a way now if, if, it gets yeah. to, if it gets to that point. You're right, right, right. It, it does. But, like, even in situations, like, you know, it's funny because, like, I read a, I read a, it was like a meme. But it's like, have you ever wondered if you were somebody's, uh, like, if you were somebody's meme that they they post like they post you because you know how like if you see somebody doing something dumb on the side of the highway yeah one like the first thing you do is like taking out your phone recording it posting it and doing something it gets a bunch of likes and mm-hmm. a bunch of people see it so it's like have you ever wondered if you're that person which is true because you right. don't know if yeah. you if somebody's ever recorded you and posted it out there so i mean right. that's what i'm saying like there's no longer that uh not necessarily privacy but like you have no control. There's a chance. Yeah, There's like you don't have that control over your what before. you put out there yeah, or what yeah. gets put out there on about you. Yeah. So that in itself is just like a whole thing. Like f- phones just in general in mm-hmm. school. And now we're trying to integrate phones into the classroom. Like we're trying to integrate technology. Well, dude, when I did my, when I did my uh, observations now a year and a half ago, uh, elementary – I did elementary observations, and yes. they're letting them th- they're letting them take tablets to school. Exactly. And now teachers are having to deal with emails and getting text messages from parents. You will not text me after 
10 p.m. about your child. Like, this will wait till 7 o'clock the next morning. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, this is a disaster. Or at least my presumption is that this is a disaster because, like. It is. Now you're going to text a teacher. At, let's just say you're pissed off about something. Yep. And it's like, oh, my God, you're going to get a text at 11 o'clock at night. Oh, yeah. my God. No, please don't let me get a text at 11 o'clock at night because that's that's not going to That's not going to. Or my assumption is that it's not going to help. It won't. No. Like I cannot see where, because then now you just have now you just have you have twenty kids in a class now you have twenty people texting 20, you ten, twenty text messages. Your home life is no longer your home life. It's still work. <sighs> yeah. It's constantly work. Which, I mean, that's tough. You do, you have a yeah. bad. Day. But even then, like something can go wrong there because you have a bad day at work. You come back. You don't want to deal with anything. A, an angry parent texts you. Yeah. Oh man, you can let them have it right yeah. then and there because you know like oh. And now, so now, and well, I guess because now. When people, myself included, like, or when we when we text, it's like you can always edit the text, or oh. like you can always like change it, or what, yeah. or anything, anything. Like you have time to think, and yeah. or you might be so pissed off that you don't edit yourself. <laughs> you just throw it out there, <laughs> yeah. so you're no longer professional. Yeah, it's no longer a thing. Whether it's a parent to a teacher or a teacher to the parents, yeah, it's it works both ways. It's that it's a dichotomy. You know, like Jocko talks about dichotomies, dichotomy of leadership, dichotomy of everything, anything. You know, if you if you go run a lot, we'll make sure you lift some weights. If you yeah. do this a lot. You know, balance that out. Except for carbs, don't balance carbs out. Just try to <laughs> <leave it> out <laughs> completely. <laughs> but yeah, like I like I always tell people, because I've gotten comments on several people that say like, "How do you? How do you like?" We notice that you can have a ho- a really bad day, go home, and you come back the next day, and you're like, "Okay, let's get at it again." Mm-hmm. Which I'm not gonna lie, this year I fell into like a slump that I was just like, "Man, mm. this is." What got you into a slump? Like because of the because of your day to day, just piled up, or what? What got you into it? Um, it really has to do with, with like, um, um, like I can say it. I know exactly what it is. Okay. Okay. Does it have it, to do with home or, or, or no, it has to do with work. Okay. It has to do with work there. It's just like if, the, if somebody from there That's listens. Fine. So, okay. Well, well, I'll try to leave as much. We don't have, to, we don't have to talk about what happened, but is it like co- just coworkers? It's just like just a bunch of drama going on with coworkers. Not necessarily drama, but you can say like it, it it's coworkers. Just interaction with co- okay, that's fine. We'll, we'll leave it at that. We, we're gonna, we we're okay, we're gonna leave it at but interaction with coworkers. It's it's bigger than that. But it puts you, you know into what? a slump. It puts you into a slump. It puts me into. I'm just come on. Okay. You know what? I'm just. I, I'm kind <laughs> I, of. Like, I don't want to. I don't. I'm. No, I'm no. It's not. I want to put pressure. Like, no. As far as that, because yeah. So then it's just you know I've always been I've always come out as the, being the type of person. I'm just gonna say the way it is. You know it has to do it has to do with leadership. Mm. Has to do with leadership. Well, perfect. Come, Go coming <laughs> coming through. Yeah, exactly. So so um. In in my in the classroom that we get and everything that we do, there's a certain there's certain steps that need to be taken, because to keep us from being like a holding place. Okay. Everything has to have a purpose. There ha- the kid has to have a pur- purpose for getting in trouble. He has to have a purpose for being sent to the uh, like. Everything needs to have a a reason. Right, right. It right. can't yeah. just be be just because. Right, right. Yeah, I got you. So now it gets to a point where I think, I feel that like. Uh, People start letting emotions fly, okay, run, yeah. run, and and you know like whether it's with the kids. I understand, you know, we deal with these kids constantly, and I understand that you know it gets frustrating at times. You right. know, like there's days that I get thirty kids that don't want to listen to me. It, yeah, it's frustrating, you know, <laughs> That's a lot of, yeah. and and it, it almost comes in on a daily basis sometimes. So, um, I mean, I can understand that anybody can can fall into their emotions, right? But 
when it starts getting to like a really repetitive things where things aren't going like when things aren't following following procedures that are are supposed to be they're set in place to avoid a certain thing and right. that certain thing is happening every single day yeah it got me into a slump like i'm just like man you know what like i'm going in and i already know like things aren't gonna it's just not gonna be done right yeah so i guess oh, just time and time and time again it's like i fell into to just like i don't even want to go to work yeah and and it's funny because people noticed right away I remember, like, I was sitting in the front waiting to clock out, and then one of the, one of the clerks was like, hey, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, what? They're like, like, I noticed, like, I noticed something's different. Something's off. Yeah. Like, you're not, you're not being the same way that you're always, like, you always are. I'm like, eh, I'm just, I'm just in a funk right now. Like, I'm just in something, That's you know. Enough. Right. I, and, um, you know, there was little things going on uh, around, like, at home and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, normally I'm not a person that's going to let something get to me. Right, right. So right. right now, like today, that I went there, like all the kids from AEP are back, and I was like, "Oh, today's gonna, <laughs> today should be fun." Then, like, yeah. yeah, that's the attitude I'm always having. Yeah, that's yeah. the kind. Like, I can go have a horrible day, come back the next day, I'm like, "Okay, what are we Reset. getting at today?" Yeah. So I'm I'm bouncing back into it, and it's actually because I watched a thing uh, by Jock from Jocko. Okay. And it's uh, it talks about like how do you deal with a bad leader? Now I'm not calling. Whoever yeah, worked yeah. with me, any anybody a bad leader, but it, that was the pot or the, the episode. Or the, the episode that was I saw. it like an it was, a por- it was a portion. Okay, yeah. Was, yeah. So like, and it just says like you know what like you just you do your best to make that person look good. Yeah. And it's like how do you do that? It works, dude. Well, okay. <laughs> so you know what they start coming at me and they're like not they're not doing whatever procedure is. So but I go in there and I kind of like I'm like fixing it to where it it is still following you know. Yeah. And I just accept it. At the same time, it's almost like, oh, like, no, they're not supposed to do this. But yeah. I'm like, well, they did it. Yeah. Okay, so I, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to deal with it. Yeah. So I go in there, and it, it worked. Like, it literally, like, it was last week that I just, you know what? I watched it, and I'm like, okay, I got to change my mentality back to the way I had it before. And I and last week was awesome. This week was fine. Yeah. Or Well, or not this week. Monday. <laughs> yeah, this yeah, Monday yeah, yeah. with the AAP kids yeah, coming yeah, yeah. in. with Knowing the AAP kids coming back. Oh man, it was great because like I get there. Okay, when you pull up to your campus, and everybody's evacuated from the building, <laughs> what? you know it's gonna be a good day. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, we had a, we had a fire today. It was weird. It was crazy. A fire? Yes. In the morning. In the morning. <laughs> Before first, first thing, yeah. <laughs> for day, like we, it just. I I literally pulled up to work, and everybody's outside. I'm like, what did I miss? <laughs> so we were outside we're testing you know mm-hmm. like we have we're on like we have to be on schedule we're waiting for like the fire trucks to come everything got taken care of nothing nothing bad happened right um and so then i get in there and all these i like right away okay so the AP kids have a different color shirt from everybody else so like literally you can just see those little blotches That's terrible yeah it's just not good for their for their mentality well for no their because state. like in their head they're already labeled they're yeah. different so yeah. they're already accept like They've accepted where they they're accept at. They accept it, and it's like... I have ADD, I'm an AP, and that's it. Yeah, and I, I, <laughs> I'm misbehaving because that's who I am. Yeah. Okay. So I get into the hallway, and I'm like, you just see them, like, refusing to go to their classes. Like, you need to be over here. Well, I got to go over here. No, you're going to go over here. And, like, APs back and forth, and teachers, like, just trying to get... Yeah. And APs, I just, assistant principals? Yes. Okay. I, I was going to ask that. I'm like, what? let me make sure, because I... I was getting AEP and APs like yeah, AP um, alter, uh, alternative right, ed- yeah. education program and then AP, AP assistant principal. principals. Okay, 
So our APs. So our APs are trying to get their kids going wherever they needed to need them to go. And sorry, I, I just noticed that book was by Simon Sinek. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So I was like, oh cool, okay. So I'm like, I literally stood there and I paused for a second, and I just looked around. I'm like, I'm gonna I'm gonna go and get them all in class. So I walk over there. I'm like, you get where do you belong? Well, I don't know. And I said, okay, come. You know how to read the sign? Yes. Find your name. And then another one pops up. I'm like, where do you need to be? Well, I was going to go drink water. I said, okay, you're going to go drink water. I'm going to be there in less than two minutes. You better have already drank water. Okay. So they go over there. So I get this one kid. I take him to class. And then I get another one. I go check on the kid that went to go drink the water. And yeah. he was still there. So I get him. And they're like, sir, I can't get him in the class. I'm like, hey, I go, hurry up. Let's go. Yeah. It's like, well, no, I don't know where I'm supposed to. I know exactly where you're supposed to be at. Well, how do you know? I check the sign. Okay, fine. So I get him into class. And another <laughs> one, like, we can't get, we can't get so and so in the library. I'm like, why? And they're like, well, they're refusing to go until we open up the restrooms because they lock them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that way everybody can get where they're supposed to be. Uh, so I'm like, really, really? You're going to argue with them? They're like, well, they need to open them. I'm like, they're not going to open until everybody is in their classroom. Yeah, and you're making. And all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, well, that's all. I go, you're making that worse. So you're just prolonging the yeah. restroom. Being like, oh, that's right. Okay, I'm going. I'm going. So they go over there. And then I go to eighth grade. This was all like in one hall. So we have the <laughs> sixth, seventh, and eighth grade hall. Yeah. So we have like. 6th grade AEP, 7th grade AEP, and 8th grade AEP. Then I run to the 8th the grade AEP, and there are, like, two kids going, like, well, what's up, then? What's up? Like, we're, we're going to fight each other. And I'm like, fight each other on your own time. Let's go. You have a test to take, man. <laughs> and so, like, I get between them both, and we walk, to, and then it turns out they're in the same class together. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so I walk them into the classroom, and then oh, the teacher's, man. like, looking at them. I'm like, Sit, can, I go just told her, like, you need to set them apart. They're yeah. going through drama. They're, they had a breakup recently with each other. <laughs> and they're like, oh, este vato. Yeah, yeah. But they laugh at it. Yeah. So I'm like, lightens up the mood. Yeah, at least, at least, yeah. And she's like, okay, thank you, sir. So I got them in there, boom, and I run back. And then they're like, why are you not at, at like, where I'm supposed to be? And I'm like, well, I just got all the AEP kids in class. And they're like, oh, okay, never mind then. Go, for, go ahead. So, yeah. but like that is the the what I like. Like I like being in that mentality. Yeah. I like being in that like where I'm just like go go go. Like I, this is what I got to do. Right. And it's I mean overall like so far it's worked. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, because that's the main thing that drew since since you told me months ago about reading the Art of War. Then just getting into reading period where you say you weren't a reader. And I'm like, dude, whatever works for you. Because I told this, I think maybe Gonzo, I told him as far as like, if audiobooks work for you, audiobooks. Uh, if you want it on your phone, like he, he bought uh, that book, 12 Rules of Life. He bought that book on, yeah, that one. He bought a digital. I'm like, oh, good, yeah. dude. Like, and like the pages are different. The prints obviously is different. different. You know, because it's smaller, small screen. But I'm like, dude, whatever works. I'm like, I, I think I'm, I've mentioned to you. I'm like, he listens to audiobooks. Yeah. It's fine. Like the Art of War, I only listened to it when I was working out. Mm. but yeah, I mean, you know I, but i got through it like yeah. and i was like you know what i think i can read i can read the book now because yeah. i listened to it so i got a copy of it i have i haven't gotten to reading it but it's it's in there yeah like i'm gonna get to it and like the biggest thing because what i've seen okay what i've seen now because now i've been reading for going on two years now i've been listening to podcasts for over two years now i've been doing my podcast for over a yeah. year and it's like you know now what i'm trying to balance out is don't worry about what other people are doing Mm-hmm. Along with okay, who do you want to take from? Does that make sense? Like, yeah. Does that make sense? So it's like I'm working my own dichotomy now. Yeah. Because like, well, because what do you hear people doing? Like, oh, do whatever. Going back, cause we can go back to intuition. It's like, oh, do do what you feel is right. So I'm I I do that a lot. Mm-hmm. But then I can get into a funk of like, well, like I go too far that way. Where then I've now drifted from like all these principles that have helped me get to this point. Yeah. 
Where you start you start giving something like your hundred percent, where everything starts take get getting taken away from. Right, right. Which is funny because John Lovell, uh, he t- he says like I need. Um, he gives himself what's called a a man port card. Mm, you okay? Mentioned yeah. So I I talked to I talked to you about that man port mm-hmm. card. So he like he brings up like major key points in his life. So I guess like you can say like uh, same same scenario. Mm-hmm. So he brings up like okay religion. How am I doing in religion? How am I doing being a husband? How am I doing being as a father? How am I doing in fitness? How am I doing in like my weapons training? Mm. So he'll give all these things, but he's saying your goal is never to be all A's because you can't have all A's. Yeah, and it's like when you think about it, like what do you mean like you can't have all A's? He's like you don't want to give everything so much attention that it takes away from everything else. Something so, else, yeah. Yeah, so like let's say like okay, like his faith, his religion. He says like I know that's an important part of it. Like I know that's an important factor in my life. Like it, it should always like be number one to be right. like in your in your religion. He goes, but I don't want to give religion so much that it starts to take away from me being a good husband mm-hmm. or me being a good father. Vice versa. He mm-hmm. doesn't want to focus on being such a great husband that he's no longer a, a good father. Right. So he says like never aim for all A's. Yeah. He's like, you want everything to pretty much be balanced out. Yeah. And I was like, see, that's why I always got C's in school. <laughs> <laughs> in all my subjects. In but all my classes. All, they were all uniform. It was uniform. Yes. It was a uniform grade. <laughs> I was giving everything a little, a little bit each. That's great. But it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, because so. even I've brought up like Tony Robbins. He has this thing. It's not, it's not RPM. RPM is one of his methods, but it's not that. Um. Uh, but he gives, uh, I think he talks about, like, like your career, your finances, your family, spirituality. He calls it spirituality. Okay. He believes in God, but he just for the sake of being universal, spirituality. Yeah. You know? I, I don't know. I've always said religion. But right, yes. right. But he, it's the same thing. That's why I'm not, I, I didn't correct you. I was like, no, it's, 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 it's interesting how that term is, what it's grown to be. Yeah. And people that, that are, like, against it. But it's like, well, okay, what do you do? Like, even meditating is spirituality. Like, yeah, Because you're getting into is. your mind. You're getting into, like, your thoughts and your, you know, where you're going, where you've been. Yeah. But anyways, um, but it's kind of the same thing. So that's why when you when you mentioned that, that was significant to me because I already – I actually in – no, it's it's in my bag. It's in that bag. You don't have to get it. But okay. that three journal – that three spot uh, – Oh, yeah, three yes, topic yes. journal. So in that one, I have mine written out, you know, and it's like, oh, shit. Like, I have a 75 in here while I have, like, a 90 – in something else, you yeah. know, and then after I got my investments going, well, I ha- I at least have a fifty now in my financing because I at least have mm-hmm. have a you know have some stocks that I'm investing in whatever. So like, yeah. it's not because it's my first experience with it. I've you know and and so that's that. But it's this exact generally the same thing as far as like you know giving yourself that a, re- a little report card just yeah. to just to balance it out, you know, and and uh, and and we're all dealing with it. So the the point of this tangent is is like you know dealing with where you're at. Not comparing yourself to others, like yeah. legitimately, but then compare, but then not using the word compare, but then emulating, finding what things that oh man, like this guy's really good at that leadership, like but true because it's not like when you because you said like not like don't compare yourself to because it's true you don't want to yeah. compare yourself to to another person and because you're trying to like create a, a standard of being somebody right but when you do t- find somebody that has you know a good uh mentality or good ideas yeah. and you take from them mm-hmm. i don't necessarily think you're like copying them you're just you know it takes like you said like i mean not like you said but like it says the uh, uh, takes a good leader to make a, a good leader yeah. so all you're doing is retaining good information yeah yeah because one thing that actually i i 
I've been really conscious of trying to trying to not say, well, Jocko says this, Jocko says that. Well, yeah. There's an excerpt. I don't know. It's it's one of his more recent podcasts, but Jocko talks about. He's like, oh, because I think it has to do with leadership. Like, how do you work up the chain of command? Oh, okay. Or how do you how do you work with new people? If you're the t- if you're the top of the chain, working down the chain of command, it works vice for either way, right? Yeah. So the point is that it's like when you go into that office of your manager or you're the manager and you ha- and you bring someone into your office, don't say, "Well, Jocko says this." True. And I was like, "Oh shoot!" And it tied me because I have an, I actually have an example of my experience when I was a supervisor when I was working retail in Corpus. Uh, my my assistant manager he would say well at Walmart we did this and everybody retaliated against that it's like well because well, the answer is well this isn't Walmart. Walmart exactly right and and when Jago said that finally recently I'm like dude it took you three years to get this information to me like me me <laughs> conscious like me in my head talking to myself but then talking to Jocko, like talking like if I were like if we were here I'm like that's why we retaliate but, so like now well, well uh, I'll let you talk but I, I'm just, just so I won't get off my my points yeah. I will forget but it's like oh. So then I don't say, oh, well, Jocko says this. It's like, well, no, hey, how about we do this? How about, what, do you really want that? Like, have you thought of, like, how, how, how far have you thought about this? And we, and we go off of that. We're saying, well, Jocko says this. We should do that. Well, why, what, Jocko's not always right. Well, you're right. Yeah. And then that, and then, but that's what I've developed now, where it's like, I won't, I, I try not to say Jocko as much. I, I'll mention him to you because you're still kind of like learning yeah, about him. So I'm like, learning. okay, I've learned this principle from him. But now I'm like more in my professional life, or even in my conversations outside. That especially because if people don't know who Jocko is, mm-hmm. then they don't know who like, you know they don't know yeah. Jocko, so they don't even know what the hell I'm talking about. They don't understand the principle. True. I should understand the principle to then use it, mm-hmm. and that's different. Because I've even been told, I've even been told like, uh, you know, it's it, like reading books and listening. You know, where knowledge is power, well, knowledge is potential power, and I've talked about that for the past like three years. But like that's the point. And that's why you, I'll say I can't. I shouldn't say, "Oh, well, Jocko says this." Like, well, no. If I actually understand the principle, I'm going to use the principle. Yeah. And I've told Eddie this before too. Like, we were somewhere, and Jocko was talking about something. I'm like, "Hey, Eddie, listen to this," because I do this. I do this to you all the time. And it talks about working up the chain of command and trying to build that relationship and whatever. And it's, it's different things. And it's and it's all to the benefit of like, okay, let's just let's just say the goal is to is to find a gig for this week, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh well, let's just, this is this is a very hypothetical answer that's never happened before, but or a hypothetical situation that's never happened before. But like, there's gig A, gig B, gig A pays more, gig B pays less, but in the macro, B is more important. There's an ethical, there's there, its own type of ethical like dilemma, okay, of, or bit or it's a, it's a business dilemma, because then what do you choose? I'm like, hey man, well let's write out the pros and cons, yeah." And then, we, and then we go from there. And that, that's the whole thing. But, like, I've told him, like, dude, like, I, I use these. That, but that's the point. Sorry, if you forgot. I, I don't know if you forgot what you were going to say. No, it had it had to the, do with you when you brought up saying, like, one of the guys was like, well, this is the way we did it at Walmart. Right, yes. And you're like, well, your answer is, like, this isn't Walmart. Yeah. But the thing is, like, you start to compare yourself in that situation. You start to compare this retail to Walmart. Mm-hmm. So now you're only going to ever get as good as Walmart. Right. So because you, you limit yourself on that. As opposed to when you're like trying to better yourself, or uh, like your highest expectation for yourself becomes your threshold, and you want to once you like it go cre- creates a glass ceiling too. Yes. So when you shift it over, rather than Walmart, like I said, you're only yeah. going to go as high as Walmart. Mm-hmm. When you shift it to yourself, okay, this is the way we do things. How can we do it better? 
So you do it better. Right. So now you've passed that. Well, then, okay, you know, this has been working great, but hey, I just found out something else that's going to work even better. Right. You start to grow. But now you're no longer growing as a competition to just Walmart. Now you're growing because you know it's doing better for yourself. Yeah, it's just going to make the company grow that you're working at. And it it reminded me of something that I saw from Simon Sinek, Sinek. Mm -hmm. Which was he? He was riding riding in the car with, um, I believe, it was like one of the main CEOs for um, the Windows, or not? I know it wasn't Android. It was. Uh, I know. I know the example. You can. I want you to tell the example. But he, he had a conference with uh, Microsoft and Apple. Microsoft. Oh, there you go. Okay, so it was, it was Microsoft, and so he's sitting sitting in the car with him, and they're they're driving. They're actually driving somewhere, and he's using the phone, and. He made. He's like, I just like to stir up things. So I, I say, you know what? Um, I believe it was. It was. Uh, he told, app the Apple. Actually, it was the Apple uh, CEO. Yeah. Or something. He's like Microsoft. I, I was using their their phone earlier. It was Zune. It was a Zune. Was the it? Zune? Oh, it was the Zune. Yes. So he's like, and that thing was incredible. Like it was amazing. Like you all. Like it kind of beats the iPod in yeah. a way. And he's like. I'm sure it does. Yeah. Like, uh, that's pretty good. Good for them, in yeah. other words. And he's like, well, like, he didn't understand the way that, <laughs> like, what he, what he took from that, like, was like, why is this not a big deal to him? Yeah. And it, it, it was the same, I guess, the same concept is like, you know what? We're not, we're not working here to be better than that company because now we're only limited to that company, but we're, we're working to always be better than ourselves. So when I heard that, when you said that with Walmart, I was like, you know, that reminded me of that. But I mean, it's true. Because you, you start to just, you know what, like, we just want to beat them. And it also takes away from, like, what you were talking about, like, when you, the way you treat your employees. Yeah. Because now it's just a competition. Like, we need to beat them. So now you're becoming, like, almost a dictator to your employees. And it's no longer for the care of the company. Which you can lose a lot of respect like that. Right. Yeah. Oh, man. We can keep going. We might have to have another conversation, but I, I think I'll leave some space again. I'm, I'm up for and <laughs> just because we've already we've we're at two minutes and fifteen seconds right now, so we've already we've already passed we've already surpassed the two hour mark again, which is critical, which is cool. Like uh, that's pr- that's been the main thing, which is why we why we're here in the first place, is just knowing that aside from these four hours that are now on tape, it's like no, yeah. we've been we've talking about a lot of these stuff, a lot a lot of this stuff that now people have the full story, and uh, now we now our conversation from now on is like okay, looking forward. You know, it started actually like I remember, like the one of our first conversations. Well, actually, it just it had to do a lot with guns when we first started talking. But it was in Louisiana. Mm, what? For well, when we went to the wedding. Yeah. But w- when did we talk? I don't honestly. I, when that was just because it was a while back. I don't. Okay, so happened. like the the wedding had already taken place, and we all came inside. Okay. And that little like I don't know what it was like a buffet. Yeah, thing. yeah. yeah the, the so, but like we just we're stood eating. there and. uh I believe Frankie had told me like you had you were you were like looking into guns and stuff and you were yeah. getting into them, and so I went and I was just like like oh start talking about guns okay and then you started talking about like oh I want to go to the range and I wanted to start doing this and yeah. I want to get that and then like that was like the first actual conversation okay. about everything from there, and it was like whoa man well one day we need to go shoot and you had said like we can go out to the ranch where I was like yeah. well, I go to the range too yeah. and and that's kind of like how okay. it just uh, I believe you I, I said it's just like oh man I I don't. I don't remember. Well, I remember a bunch of other specific. Like I remember, like the the 
some of your students and like how they've progressed. And, like some of those yeah. stories, I remember that. But it's, like something like that, I was like, oh man, I I don't remember, but I I believe you. Yeah, that was like yeah. the first. That was like the first conversation I remember because like you said, like oh, we've had so many hours of talking prior yeah, to this. Yeah. And I'm like, because when was the wedding? Already two years ago, 2016. I think yeah. Like the it was like October 2016. So that, I mean, that's already been a while. You know, where we started this progression to where we're getting now. And now yeah. that I have the podcast, it's like okay. Um, yeah, because at the time, like I was, I and I still want to get an AR, but it's like, well, I'm, I don't, because my my final consensus right now is like, I don't need one. Oh, I just I just need pistol don't work. Don't say that. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> because I just well, I need to become more efficient with my pistol. Like mm-hmm. I've been shooting shotgun for a couple of years, and like I feel like I'm very efficient with a shotgun. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, cool. And but now that I have my pistol, it's like okay, like yeah, get just get better. And that's why I said when when we and you went to the range that a few weeks ago. It's like, you know, give me the basics. Like, if you had to teach, if this is my day one. Yeah. And what can I work on today that will maybe progress from there and, you know, whatever. But anyways, um, yeah, I, I, like I said, I believe you was, went from tactics. And then I think because there was another conversation where you guys came by. And me, do we, we, you were in your car. I think the car was on. Yes. And we talked for like two hours. Yeah. The car was on. I was like, hey, I'll let you guys go. It's it's not even that late, but we've been, I've had but the car on for like two hours and we're talking and Jack is there sitting. And because, well, it was the three of us talking. Yeah. And I was just getting into the podcast and like, you know, thinking it was going one route. Now it's kind of this route and, you know, talking to people more individually than like in a group. Because mm-hmm. the most I've had, dude, the most I've had on the podcast is like six people. Like, like oh, wow. yeah, That's at once. Cool. Like that was back in December when we were in Nashville. I had a, I had oh, okay. a big ass mixer and I just had six lines in there and we were talking. But uh, That's but anyways, cool. we'll 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 tie it up there. We already went on another five minutes of, t- of talking right now like, <laughs> of of where we're at. So because now, well, as much we'll stop there. We'll stop. There. I'll I'll make sure to write down what I'm what I'm thinking in my head and whatnot. But uh, well, so I mean, if you want, uh, <laughs> well, well, it's just a good stopping point. Like we we've, okay. we've already touched a lot. We talked about we talked about. You finishing up school, yeah. Engagement, marriage, through this whole time, yeah. learning shit at your house, getting a job, and the cool thing is like these last two years since starting working there, like it's it's pretty clear. Like I could tell by the way we were talking, like it's pretty fresh in your mind of like the experiences you've had yeah. starting off to then where you're at now and working with these kids, and now that your sixth graders are now eighth graders, yep. and getting ready that, to leave to going, high school, yeah, going through that transition, and you're going through your first batch of kids that have cycled out of school. Well, actually, it's funny. Just because now that now that I'm thinking about, because I said high school, when I first started my first job there, out that was at Edinburgh North. It's funny because so like my sixth graders I started with here are eighth graders getting ready to leave to high school. Well, my first official like when I first started working, okay, those kids they were freshmen are now graduating this year <laughs> from high school. Four years ago, yeah, right on, man. And right. I actually told them I'm going to be at the graduation for them. Yeah, so absolutely. I mean that's cool, but. It just made me think of that. Right, right, right. Absolutely. All right, man. Well, we're definitely gonna have you back. I mean, that, that's, there's no question. But I'm, I mean, people whenever just we've and it. Well, we're going because me and you have talked more leadership because that was one that was something that got us started off. Like you, you talked about. Uh, I'm now I'm, I'm referencing to the conversation we had in this car, a while back. Yeah. But you had you had mentioned oh I listened to the art to, to the Sun Tzu, uh, Sun Tzu Art of War. Art of War. And I was like, oh, and then we just went off. And yeah. I'm like, you need to listen to Jocko. You need to get this book. You need to get, you know. You and I have. Now I've, and I've listened to more Jocko. I've, I'm also, li- I've listened to like other, like I said, Joe Rogan. Yeah. I listened to uh, Vincent Rocco Vargas. I haven't heard of him. Uh, Check him out. Yeah, he's from, he's part of like the Black Rifle Coffee Company. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Group. Yeah, you're talking about the, the coffee, that coffee. Yeah. Uh, Which we were talking about that, like business too. <laughs> like we've talked yeah. about that also. Yeah. So we, there's definitely points we can still hit on. We're going to leave it on. Maybe not next week. 
maybe next week. I don't know. I'll, I'll see where I'm because I'm, I'm trying to get. Uh, there's a couple other people that I want to get. Mm-hmm. I mean, just for the sake of like, I I want to get their story on tape. Yeah. And I feel like it's a fi- it's a it's important from my point of view. It's important to get their story because mm-hmm. they've gone through their own stuff. Like you've gone through all your things now. And yeah. Uh, but we'll wrap it up there. What is okay? I've never done this before because this is off the cuff. Okay. What's one thing that you want to leave on the internet? What's one at, thing? at this moment? Like at this moment, like you can leave one thing on the internet. This is your final because this, this is your final. Essentially, this is your final say until the next time. What do you want to leave on the internet? What do I want to leave on the internet? Like, like as I'm, I'm talking to just people, like, like people are gonna hear this, right? And it's like this is your last sentence until the next time, which could be next week. It could be next week. I don't know. Could be next week. But could it could be, be in a month or two. Okay. Or it could be six months. It could it, it, something could happen where like, hey man, we can't meet for the next six months for whatever reason. I mean, just like if if I had to make like a final statement, like just to people in general. Until next time that I, w- I would speak again, it's just like no matter where what place you're in, no matter where you're at, in whatever that you're doing, you know, like I said, like I had gotten into a funk, you know, you just keep on, keep on moving through, keep on pushing, keep on persevering through everything. And eventually, you know, you, you know, work towards those goals because whatever it is that you're doing in life doesn't necessarily have to be job related, doesn't necessarily have to be um, health, you know, it could be whatever uh, journeys you're going through just push on and keep going keep moving that's pretty much it 